Welcome back, everybody, to episode three of the... What what show are we doing? We're doing the Shut Shut Up up and Roll for initiative. We do many shows now. We do many shows, and sometimes I get confused, but I'm glad to have you all back with us today. Hey, Rusted, thanks for hanging out with us in the chat. To everyone else out listening out out there in the ether, we appreciate you all very much. All right, so first things first, I'm a realist. Um, We've got a couple things going on. Um, so this is the Shut Up and Roll for Initiative podcast. It is a Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition live play podcast from the Shut Up and Respawn network that we are a part of. We've got veteran players with our Dungeon Master Barry, um, Devin, Mike, and I. We are all new players and we're excited to dungeon dive and hopefully find some loot because that's what we're all about. We're all about the shiny beams of light that come off of gear. Hopefully that's what happens in this game. Um, we have multiple... any beams of light. We have not yet. Not picked up any legendary gear. <laughs> so, so for everyone listening, yeah, level. We've been three hours in. The legendary loot rate is not great in this game. We need to patch that out. So we have multiple campaigns running right now. So we have a campaign being run by Cags, our moderator from the Discord. That campaign is level level is labeled as an unlikely alliance in our RSS feed. So this one will be labeled differently. I believe right now it's just um, labeled Shut Up and Roll for Initiative. So we have two different campaigns happening. They're leapfrogging each other. So they're happening each every other week um, until we can figure out a better schedule to do all this. That's just how it's going to have to be for now. Cool. Um, So that's that. We also had a giveaway that we put up on Twitter. We were going to give away a Wormwood Dice Vault. Which I guess is a thing that people really like. You know what people really like? People really like giveaways. So we're going to do that now. We're going to announce it. And I have a link here. And Mike's going to give us the customary drum roll. Any day now. (laughs) So the winner is... Drowning Rabbit. Drowning Rabbit is the winner. We will announce that, and we will get that dice vault from Wormwood um, out to Drowning Rabbit. I hope he's not like in the act of Drowning Rabbits. It, I guess any every part of that name is you know kind of you don't want rabbits to drown. Concerning, a little yeah. concerning. What was the name of that cartoon with the rabbits and the and the drowning rabbits? Watership down. Drowning, drowning rabbits. Yeah, watership down. Yeah, never saw it. Kind of creepy. You've never heard it's of it? Odd. That was very specific. Sorry. It's just what I think of when it's like water shipped down, water, drowning rabbits, water. That's what I went to. So congratulations. We'll get that out to them. All right. Without further ado, I think we will have a recap from... Barry, you want to give us our recap this time? Devin did it last time. Recap. He did a terrible job. So give us a recap. Get everyone in chat caught up. Let's do it. When last our intrepid warriors met, they came to the rescue of one Adabra... Uh, the midwife of Chantea, she um, lives lived in a um, windmill. <laughs> this is going wrong. This she is lived, terrible. Lived, I mean, she's still alive. She lives in a, she lives. She lives, she, lives in a, she lives in a windmill on Umbridge Hill. They were yeah. sent to warn her about white dragon in the area. Upon arriving, they met a foul creature who they didn't, you know, take the time to talk to. Just instantly started throwing darts either physical or otherwise and the thing turned quickly and began to tear right you know viciously into them you, you say that as if we could have spoken to it i don't know i mean in, in our defense michael did say hey and it turned around and attacked us 
yeah. it was rather perturbed at that point. It so the creature, otherwise known as a manticore, began quickly to attack the party. The party began quickly to attack back. Some fell, some were attacked, some had existential crises as their lifeblood began to leave them, never suspecting that they themselves could could release this mortal coil. But alas, but alas, they survived. Dungeon master and stab you. The priestess of Shantea was able to uh, bequeath them with a few healing potions and send them on their way. She herself not wishing to return to Phandalin, though, as she does not trust Harbin Wester. Who does least, trust least, that guy? Nobody. Doesn't seem to at least get along with him very well. That's so instead of returning to Phandalin... They decided to hit, make their way over to Nomergard. This is where we find our our little we band. We Who did. decided that? Um, that, decide that. Yeah, you did. We're they, following they you. What? I guess we go back and uh, you know turn in the quest that we completed. But Devin, you are coming in a little quiet. You should turn up that mic, son. You're coming in a little quiet. That's perfect, right? He's getting up closer, coming quiet. He's yeah. actually not. He's coming in quite hot. I always come in hot. That's for sure. What time of day is it, Dungeon Master Zargon? So, side note, it was um, nine o'clock in the morning. You remember? You remember the game Hero Quest, and we always were like Zordon, open that door. Zargon, open that door. I always thought it was Zordon for the longest time. Turns out Zordon's did, from huh? Power Rangers, and it's Zargon. Yeah. Sounds like you're mixing up your. Sounds like you're mixing up your IPs. Mixing what? up your fantasy. Anyway, so what time of day is it? So you arrive close to close to midday. It's not quite um, noon yet. Uh, the as you arrive from the north to the canyon, open mouth. There's been a nice babbling brook that you can follow. A very slow moving meandering river that is headed to the south. And as you're walking up towards the mouth of the canyon, you begin to hear uh, the low drum, deep hum of a distant waterfall. The The whole area is kind of shrouded in a cool, soft mist. There is, you don't really hear much of anything in the sense of, um, you know, birds chirping anymore or or just kind of the general noises as, you're, as your feet go through the grass. The The sound of the waterfall is pretty deep and resonates enough that it kind of overpowers to a certain degree, the whole overall um, sound of the area, the, the cool mist kind of, as it comes out of the mouth of the Canyon feels very refreshing. It's very, it's very cool to the touch. There's nothing ominous about it. It's just a very peaceful and serene scene as you make your way towards the mouth of the Canyon. Hmm. Is there is there anyone inside? Is there like a guard post at the beginning of the canyon mouth? Is you you don't see anyone um, offhand as you as you're peering through the mist. You notice uh, as the at the base of the waterfall and you know closer towards the central pool below below the waterfall itself, there are two islands, and on these islands are very giant growths and outcroppings of these very large mushrooms red green and purple in color they are in range from the size of half an inch all the way to 10 feet tall uh, they look like they are regularly harvested they look like they are used um, 
for various purposes, which is you know undiscernible at this time, but it is very clear that uh, they that they are cultivated and harvested from the from that central area. You also do notice that um, as you move closer to the cave entrance, that up in the the sides of the cliffs, up on some steep embankments and some 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 slopes, there are cave openings, or at least openings within the cave up high. They're um, so it's almost as if they're naturally hewn out of the stone itself. And then on the far side of the island, right near the, the waterfall itself, you can see, just barely see the, the, uh, the outline of, a, of what looks like to be like a rope bridge that crosses the canyon itself. I'm gonna throw it away. Someone's throwing something away. <laughs> Those townsfolk, I tell you. No. They are angry. Then, Beric, should we make our presence known? I've not, I've never traveled this far out to to Nomagard. We, we should let people know we're here in case they need our help. Plus, they might be able to help us, give us directions, find. So I'm in a person that I can't remember. We're supposed to find. So we're just supposed to warn the the village. We're supposed to warn the. So if you look at your if you look at your quest notes. All right, the the job posting. Job board. So it says deep in Neverwinter Wood. Nope, this isn't one. You read it. Go ahead. So we didn't we didn't finish one of them. One of them's crossed out, but it says a clan of reclusive rock gnomes resides in a small network of caves in the mountains to the southeast. The gnomes of Nomergard are known for their magical inventions, and they might have something with which to defeat the dragon. Get whatever you can from them. If you bring back something useful and don't want to keep it for yourselves, Townmaster Harbin Wester will pay you 50 gold pieces for it. So we're here to find something to help us with the dragon. Yeah. The, the gnomes of Normagard are well known for their tinkering, for their in, inventing, and for their just general dabbling in the, in the mechanical arcane and even within the realms of magic. All right, so Shield is going to take his 350-pound, seven-and-a-half-foot-tall mast to the foot of the bridge, and he is going to call out, Hello! We mean no You're trouble. Going to the foot of the bridge? Yeah, because I don't know if I can cross that bridge, if it's just a wood rope bridge. I'm a, I'm a large individual. Okay. Let's say... So are you, is everybody on... Oh, you know, I guess I should probably put you on the map, shouldn't I? Oh, yeah. Th- yep. There's a map. I apologize to you guys. <laughs> I was like, I don't see anything. <laughs> All right, man. Sorry. Don't be sorry. I was, tweaking with things. I was tweaking with things today, and then I didn't want you to... Anyways. 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 Whoa, where's... Okay. We're in Florida. It is Florida. <laughs> it's the wing of the U.S. So where are we? So you're at the northern part of the of the entrance. Oh, I see. Um, coming from, yep. And so you can see down deep into the canyon. You can see the island. You can see the bridge. You can see the waterfall. You also see on you know the east and west the 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 slopes that slope up to cave entrances. These these slopes are very steep. They're not. Um, they don't look like they, you could just easily just you know walk up them. It would take a little bit of a of a dexterous feat to kind of light yourself upon the ledges above them. Um, but anyway, you can investigate the, the 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 entrance itself, 
the island. You have several places there you can you can scope out. Cool. So I would like to walk over to... Why can I not select that? I need to select myself. All right. I would like to walk over here near the river. And I would like to call out. Say, hello, we have been sent for aid. Is there anyone here that can help us? We hear that there's a dragon and that you might have a way to... To fend off the foe, defeat the foe, send him away. Hello, anybody? Standing where you are, even with your very deep, resonant voice, the sound of the waterfall, you basically sound like... It's almost as if the the waterfall itself just swallows every echo and just absorbs every bit of sound. Okay, so I... yeah, and as you get closer to the island, you find yourself covered in a sheen of mist. Um, it's it's not uncomfortable. It's not like it's creeping up in every nook and cranny, but it's it's cooling you off. It's again a very refreshing and um, you know light mist covering your body. And do I, equipment do, and armor. Do I notice a pathway to well-worn like cave entrances that are often used? So if you look around the um, the 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 can the canyon itself you notice that there's those sheer cliffs right yeah but then off off to the east it looks as if there is a gradual path that goes up and kind of winds its way up into a into a cave entrance let's say finn you see that that first north that northeast entrance yeah. there I say finn Barrick, i think we need to cross this river i don't know how deep it is um, Shield is going to bend down and he's going to stick his loxodon yeah. trunk <laughs> into the water to see it's how it goes. Don't do it. <laughs> don't ever put your stuff in water that you are unsure of. <laughs> it's only about three feet deep. Again, it's moving very slowly. Um, okay, as it, it's not going to make it. Yeah, it's it, it's very clear water. I mean, you can see the bottom of the of the creek. It's you know nice. You know, pretty river stones and minnows and, you know, there's dragonflies buzzing around and just it's just a very peaceful, serene area. So S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, takes a long old draw on the water, fills up his trunk and he uh, <laughs> and sprays it all does. over. <laughs> he sprays it all over uh, in the air because that's kind of fun. Um, so then do you, do you flick your hair backwards and the sun like my yeah. le- my big giant ears flow back. Big ears, um, yeah. So I'd say, uh, Barrick, it's about three foot deep. You can uh, cross on my shoulders if you wish. I, I really think we ought to test this water first. Uh, Look at those mushrooms. They don't just get that big for no reason. Uh, how do you suppose we test it? Like, test it for, for poison? You think the river's yeah, poison? Let, how, about, how about you take a big gulp and let's see what happens. Um, I take a big <laughs> gulp of water. He took a big gulp of water, yeah. Um, you've... I mean, it's crystal clear. Like, I mean, I don't know how else to explain. Very water. Um, you know, it's moving quick enough that there's no stagnation. There's no like, you know, larvae that are collected on the surface or anything like that. It's just, it's man. It's like I don't have more to describe how how more clear and pristine it just appears to be, and yeah. feels like, and tastes like. Sounds like a trap to me. River, and went over to the other side. Oh, you did. Did you like Legolas cross it? Did you cross over on rocks and not get wet? Or are you wet? I'm totally dry. I'm you both dry. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it's only like 10 foot. You could probably jump across it pretty easily. 
So I, I also, I'm going to say one more time, it's like, Beric, you can get on my shoulders and cross, but if not, I'm going to cross this river. It is... Cross the river! Okay. There's a bridge over there. I'll fit on the bridge. You can't get up the bridge. There's sheer cliffs over there. So the, that's that's on a higher up plane than we are right now. It is on a higher up plane. Right? The bridge is about 20 feet high off uh, from the from the top of the water, and then some pretty sheer you know, gra- slopes up to them. Plus, the slopes leading up to the bridge are you know, end down into the water itself. It get the pool gets a little deeper as you get, you know, as, a, as you get closer to the islands. Um, it looks, it feels like it's going from like, you know, as you get closer to the pool, it gets a little deeper and deeper and deeper to the base of, you know, where the water, where the waterfall has carved out this Canyon over millennia. Uh, shield before you cross, can you come over here with me for a second? Uh, yes, I can do that. Where did you go? I, just... I see. I'm 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 kind of down. I just kind of have a hunch that there are, just, yeah. might be something. Barry, can I uh, Zorgon? Can I perceive anybody in my uh, area here? So go ahead. Yeah, go ahead and roll perception. Uh, I'm gonna get good at this for sure. A d20. D20 plus six. It didn't come out of the little box. Broken dice vault. Dice. Broken dice vault. Thing. So seven. Seven plus six is 13. So, uh, you, uh, with your perception and with your just general knowledge of, you know, of nature and just having lived your life as long as you have, I mean, you're, you're not getting the sense that, um, that you're being spied on necessarily or that you're, you know, that you feel like you're about to be ambushed. It just feels like this is a very well lived in area and that you are entering a complex that obviously is home to, you know, some unspecified number of of uh, humanoids. Yeah. I kind of want to know what's up this. I kind of want to know what's up this cliff here. Okay. Do you, if you, if you want to try to scale the cliff, can you you, uh, boost me up here? Kind of spot me, maybe even toss me. (laughs) (laughs) You want me to throw you. How, what is it? 20 feet about? Yeah, it's 20 feet high. So I am, I'm seven, I'm seven and a half feet plus the length of my trunk. I'm going to guess is going to get me around 10 foot. So I could probably toss you. I mean, you weigh what? Like 60 pounds? I don't weigh a ton. Yeah. So by yourself, you would I need to make... Pounds. Yeah, by yourself, you would need to make an athletics check to, to, to climb this. With his help, you can make an athletics check with advantage. So roll 2d20. Roll 2d20? So is my, this, uh, this is me throwing him or just lifting him up? This is you throwing him. This okay. is you throwing him. This is, this is you giving him a boost, essentially. My, my athletic stat is minus one. Yeah, because you're, you're, you're having to use – it's just a sheer – it's just really just a – it's just a climb of a cliff. Like there's no like dexterity finessing your way up there. This is just trying to like claw into the side and like get yourself up. I understand. I just, I just have a feeling that there's something up here that we need to kind of – Look at first. Roll, okay. roll those dice. Okay, rolling two d twenties. Thirteen plus eight, twenty-one. Thirteen and eight. So you take the highest you when you roll with advantage. Thirteen so minus one for your athletics. So minus you one is twelve. Is twelve? Okay, you get to the top of the of the cliff, like the edge, 
Beric tosses you up just high enough to grab it, and the just the misty, slimy kind of wetness uh, of the cave, you just Steve. come <laughs> sliding back down roll. really quick. You kind of get, you know, muddying the front of your tunic and getting, you know, getting some dirt up your nostrils, you know, matting the fur on your on your face as you come sliding back down. So a shield that was quite terrible. Um, what I do, what I do. Can you can you at least call up there to see if people? I, I am going to pick gnomes up. Answer. I'm, I'm going to pick up Beric by the, with my trunk, and I am going to throw okay. him up there. Okay. No, no, so, no, 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 no. So my strength yeah. is. You just call up there. Over, I tried calling and they didn't hear me before. So I have a my strength is plus three. So um, seven, ten. Thanks, man. <laughs> Straight into it's the wall. You're in protest, as you're trying to get him to not throw you, you just whoop. Oh, I don't know how yeah. you slip. Oh, Smack flat into the, into the side of that thing. And again, comes sliding down unceremoniously <clears> to the base you, uh, of the cliff. You sure it wasn't sticks? You sure I didn't harness the power of the sun? Yeah, it was sticks. All right, I, uh, um, I go get him. Are you guys done screwing around over there? Or can we tell no. <laughs> Anna, I just got a feeling. Sometimes in life, you gotta miss I gotta, out. You go the other I direction. A, I got a fever. I got a fever. And the only prescription is getting up this cliff or cowbell. All right, Eric or Shield, you suck. Please don't touch me again. If you do, I will stick an arrow. Well, let him lead across the water on his own. He doesn't straight in your heart. Um, yeah, I'm gonna how go. About you guys go around and just come get me with some rope or something. I don't know. So let's let's make our way over. Okay. Since I'm, that didn't work, I'm gonna, I'm gonna wait for Fen over here at the uh, the road up. Oh, you just kind of like left. I can't get across. Whatever. I'm gonna have to swim. Oh How fast is the current? If I swim, is it gonna? It's, shake it's a very. It's a very. I mean, it's it's nothing. I pick you up. Have to, like push hard again. I pick up Beric okay. and put him on my shoulder, and I cross, so he does not get Man, wet. You're just you're just dying to put someone on your shoulders, weren't you? I'm a friendly paladin. All right. So I suggest. So I say. Uh, I suggest Finn that you go first. Um, I don't know if these gnomes are used to seeing. Giant luxodons and raccoons talking. I reject the suggestion. As you are the tank, you should looks, go first to looks uh, dangerous. take all the heat. Okay. You go first. Stay I behind me. I the other day where I got stabbed by a dirty orc. So I, uh, I come up to the uh, the switchback, and I get to the top of the switchback, and I wait for uh, my companions to join behind me. All right. As you get to the entrance of the cave... Um, the tallest these caves are is right around seven feet. So good. So I have to hunch. And it, yeah, it's just and it's just wide enough for you to squeeze yourself in there. But you are essentially going to be hunched the entire time you're in. So so before okay. So when I get to the mouth of the first cave, Shield is going to yell again. Hello, hello, anybody? We're here. For some information you, and some you help. Hear a, you hear a faint echo just kind of fade off into the distance, but um, there is no response. I fear that there's no one here. So I'm going to walk through the tunnel 
And I am going to take this first left, because in video games, you always go left first. This isn't a video game. game. This is life, man. <laughs> Hello, anybody? Can you hear me? Is there anybody here? You find yourself in a very quaint-looking little dining room. Uh, tables, chairs, cabinets, um, plates, silverware, all these things clearly made for very smaller folk. Uh there is leftovers, there are messy, dirty dishes, there are sketch pads, and there are beakers and things that look like would not be edible generally, mixed in with things that you would probably eat. Um, there are crumbs, and just it's, it's just a busy mess. Is there, is there any warm coffee? There is no warm coffee. Hmm. There are half-drunk flasks and um some you know stuff that you know liquids that smell kind of fruity some that are obviously fermented there is kind of a a hint of like a something that seems to be like wine kind of of a purplish hue um but uh, nothing warm left over but fen it looks like i don't think there's anybody here well i guess we just got to keep going we don't want to take anything because that'd be rude does there look like there's anything to take besides food? Yeah, you know, that raccoon, he might find something. Do you guys want to join me in this dining hall here? I'm joining you, and I'm going to slowly just kind of inch my way across. So there's a pathway here, guys. I can't see you because I'm in the dining room. I say, I'm oh, right you behind are. you, Brosif. Well, that's, we're moving up that way. Yeah, there's a pathway here. I got good eyes. Okay, I'm gonna take the first pathway to the right. And, and as you enter the and as you enter the deeper portions of the corridors, you notice that you don't really have to adjust your eyes to like your low light vision as there are lanterns that are strung all along the tops of the ceilings. In fact, Shield has to kind of avoid them with, with his helm and with his head because they and with kind of an intricate pulley system there are a bunch of of um Lanterns just strewn throughout, keeping the corridors pretty softly lit with a with a kind of a red hue, um, not overly red where it's overpowering and disturbing, but just a soft red hue. Okay. Um. So I'm gonna call out again where I'm at. Hello. No. <laughs> I always get nervous. Anybody? There is no sound. So I'm going to walk into this. What the crap are those? Don't do it. Okay. In this, in this corridor, it looks as if um, some person or people have been working on some pretty strange looking contraptions. These are have the bodies of, a, of barrels and they have appendages and even claws coming out from the front. It looks like something either of Medium to smaller size could sit in a little cockpit that's been placed in the in the barrel itself and could manipulate or manage these things. Nope. They they look very rickety. They don't look extremely um, secure. They seem somewhat delicate and also a little hodgepodge and clutched together. But they're essentially these little vehicles that look like something of you know, especially of barrack size, could easily sit in the seat in the cockpit and uh, attempt to manipulate. Do they or, appear old? They do not appear old. 
No, they do not. These are look like they were recently tinkered with. What in no the tools nine on hells the ground? are these? There's 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 a few like there's some loose scraps of things. There's no like tools themselves like, but it does look like there you know there's even like um, a slick thick red oil that um, kind of drips from some of the joints and and uh, uh, from various portions of of where things were riveted or put together. Fen, have you ever seen something like this in your time in the army? He's not even with us, man. Uh, yeah, I was. I'm back over here looking at this door on the other side. <laughs> I'm oh, looking thought, at his aunt. <laughs> I thought you were right by us. <laughs> That's an inside joke. I think it's, I think it's heading to the end of the Kills with I think it's just the other passageway. I hear you call my name, but I come down to take a look. Yeah, deeper in the canyon, the the um, the sound of the waterfall isn't nearly as overpowering, but you definitely almost still feel the low rumble of of the powerful waterfall. Um, can I roll to see if I remember anything about these? Sure, you can roll. You can roll a, a either a history or an arcana, whichever you prefer. I'll roll a history. Okay. I got 14 plus 2 is 16. Nice. So everything you've ever heard about or known about gnomes, especially amongst um, the fae like you are, uh, it's just you almost roll your eyes as you look at these things and go, oh, yeah, this is just very clearly the near you know, insane machinations of some gnomish inventor who's trying to you know, recreate nature or manipulate the world around him in kind of unnatural and and bizarre mechanical ways, but it's very clearly built by some, you know, inventor type. Just for the just for the advantage of it, looks like maybe to manipulate larger objects to move things around with those with those pinchers. The pinchers themselves don't look necessarily deadly. You know, they don't look like they are intended for puncture or or you know shredding. Just literally like they'd be you know, used for lifting. All right. The, 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 gnome are, the gnomes are a silly people, especially amongst the elves. They're just, they're just, you know, of all the fae, they just, they're so silly. Well, I say we keep going. Did lead the way. Gnomes. Or shall I continue to lead? Um, you can go ahead and go this way. You think we should split up? I did see a door. Back in the other passage, but or should we exhaust this passage first and then come back there? Um, no, we should go to yeah, the let's... right first. We'll go to the door that you found first. Back this way. Follow me. Following you. Lead the way, good sir. No. Okay. Here I am. Can you ping right yourself? Here. I can't see in the dark. Oh yep. Okay. It's, uh... So is there just a door here? All right. What is this? So there's a there's a yeah there's a very plain door um in front of you. Uh, you can you can almost tell that on beyond this door, it smells very um. I don't want to say musty, but it definitely smells as if maybe there is it's some like cooking going on beyond. 
I am going to put one of my giant massive ears to the door, and I am going to listen. I want okay, to roll a roll perception. Um, that is a, a one. Um, on perception, <laughs> you, you get an Please. earwig. Yeah, you die. <laughs> Instantaneously get a get a, a carrying collar ear earbug that burls its way into your brain, and you fall. There's nothing going no, on behind this just, door, guys. Placing <laughs> placing your giant ear on the door, like it almost deafens you because you just pick up all the vibration of the of the um, waterfall. Okay, I pull my ear off the door. I don't recommend doing that. It's very loud. You feel all these vibrations. <laughs> um, so I knock on the door. Uh, how loudly? Very loudly, like an elephant knocking on a door loudly. Okay, um, you hear kind of a a timid little, um, almost imperceptible voice. What? Uh, we are travelers from Vandalin. We uh, are here looking for aid against a dragon, um, and help. And we 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 heard that you could help us, and we want to know if you can help us. We. Is there anyone here? What's going on here? There's nobody here. Um, <laughs> the door slowly creaks open, and the little creature on the other side, the second he sees you, lets out a little peep, almost like a startled little, you know, and just starts to kind of backpedal as fast as he can um, away from you. Uh, frightened as all get out, seeing this giant just things completely taking occupying his door. Uh, he says, uh, "What? What? What are you?" I say, I say uh, what, "What's wrong? You've never seen a Luxodon before." I. He's like bobbing, bobbing in and out, weaving, well, bobbing, weave, bobbing, weave. It's okay. I'm a friend. I've come to help the people of Fandolin. I'm a traveler. Um, I'm not here to hurt anybody. Um, we heard that you were would be able to aid us in defending against. Uh, a, a white dragon that has appeared in the area. We are only here for dragons. help. Dragons? One dragon, a, he, a youngling, he as we... Pops into, back into the kitchen. He says, do you all hear that? Uh, as he, he goes deeper into the kitchen, and other little heads start to pop up and come from behind cabinets, if you guys want to work your way yep, closer I'll, into the kitchen. I'll move yeah. my way in there so you guys can see also. Very cautiously. Off in the off in the off in the corner near near some ovens and stoves, and this is obviously and very clearly a pantry. There are a few workers in here, uh, several little gnomes, both male and female, all dressed in very eccentric-looking chef clothing and uh, adornments and different things, with unbelievably and just ridiculous contraptions to help them cook and bake and and often the um oven itself in like a hearth over towards the north north east is this green soft glow of these of these glowing fires and um they're chopping up chunks of mushroom they are adding spices they are you know it, they're just busy at work getting ready for um the next meal they 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 instantaneously once over the their initial shock just kind of start to swarm and they can't help but just start picking it 
at Beric's ears, looking at at um, Shield's big, massive hands, and just just absolutely one hundred percent in awe at, at 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 you as travelers. Um. So get off me. And these are these are my ears. Leave them alone. May I? May I? May I? May I touch it? They want to like no. touch your fur, and they want to. No, oh, no, no, no. Pardon me. I, We're good. I'm in. I'm in. No offense. No offense. Just touch me again, and I'll scalp you. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, they turn to so, God, temperament. Don't touch them. Exactly. Um. So my 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 large friend here. Very large. Says, Extremely large. He's he's large. He's big. You... you can touch him. Grab his trunk. You can swing on it. He'll let you. He likes touching people. Oh, they're grabbing everything that you let you grab. Um, let them grab. That's not a trunk. <laughs> <laughs> we uh so we're here again. My friend told you there's a dragon about. We want to make sure that you are safe. Oh, quite yes. Well, very safe in no regard. Always safe. Where where could we find maybe the leader of your group? Oh, you wish to speak to the kings? No, just of the chefs. I'm hungry. Oh, of 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 us. You wish to? You are hungry? Well, yeah. Well, please, come, come. You have to sample our latest recipe. What is it? Well, we take, <laughs> and and we if take, I eat it, am I gonna glow? We take two parts. <laughs> oh, you! Now, the, the the cave itself is known to have some fantastical properties. But when we make our bread, it is mostly of it is mostly of the green variety. We mix a little purple, we mix a little red, but it is the green is what tastes the best. Green bread, uh, indeed. I I will take a loaf if you've got one available. Oh yeah, and they walk, he walks over to the oven. Opens it up, pulls out. There's these large green loaves of bread, just piping hot right out of the oven. He sets it on the thing, starts slicing it up, grabs what looks to be like butter, is like lathering it on. Uh, looks to be what like, like honey. I mean, he just he's tricking this slice of bread out for you. Hands it over, very proudly smiles and says, "Try it." I'm yep, gonna I'm roll a perception excited. check just okay. to make sure that there isn't anything. <laughs> bad with this maybe i should cast shield on myself <laughs> to make sure i'm gonna roll a perception okay 20 oh yeah um your keen senses i mean this is gonna taste delicious it looks delicious it smells delicious uh obviously made with skill and craft and it's it's just gonna be a bomb piece of bread excellent i'm gonna i'm gonna take a slice as not to be rude Oh, it is, and it's good. I mean, this is some good. It's hey, got a different. Fellas. It's got a different flavor, you know. But it is, it is good nonetheless. Fellas, you gotta, you gotta try some of this here bread. No, okay, whatever. It's cool. Bastards, whatever. I'll take it. I'll take it. I appreciate your hospitality, Mum. Might I ask your name, kind baker? I am Dimble. Oh, Thimble? Thimble. Thimble. We have Joy Bell, Panana, Tab Around, Up and well, Down. Names Panera? Are... You guys have a Panera here? Banana. <laughs> Can we uh, speak to Panera? Now that uh, Raccoon has satiated his hunger, <laughs> may we speak with your kings, please? Well, you can, or you can try at least. The kings, 
the Kings are busy, or at least we have not seen them of late. How long is of late? It, when was the last time? It's been a fortnight, to be honest. A fortnight. It's been a fortnight since we've seen the Kings. King, King Nurkley and Korbaz, they just we do not see them. Do you say Nurkley? Nurkley and Dorbaz? Nurkil. Nurkley, I meant to say. Nurkley. Nurkley yeah. and Dorbaz? Which, which direction? Which direction and Korbaz. Well, room. they will be in. Typically, they're found in the throne room across the canyon. Can you lead us to where we can get across the canyon? We, well, you can walk across the river yourself. We don't like to leave. We are busy prepping prepping for lunch for the rest of the clan. But it's an easy walk across our, our fair complex. Um, now, you may need to talk to, to, um, to Dabble Dob and Fibblestib. They'll, they'll, they'll be able to inform you more about what's, what's going on with our kings. But... They, 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 they are the spokesmen for the clan. We, Where we just like to cook. Dabble Dab and Fibblestib. Uh, typically, they're in their in their laboratory. And where's that? Again, across the canyon, towards the throne room. Everything's across the canyon. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for your hospitality. We will take a leave. Oh, and a loaf to go if you've got one. Oh, absolutely. And they, I mean, they're they're very proud to. I mean, they'll give you as many loaves as you wish to carry. I will wish to carry all I can. Okay, you you can carry in your arms with bread. three loaves. <laughs> plus, if you want to stick one in your backpack, I'll stick one in my backpack. Just one. I can only just yeah. take one. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, kind. Oh, thank you. Let's thank go, you. guys. Yes. Let's. Uh, what happens to be down this pathway? Asking the the gnomes. Ah, the That's the it's simply the larder. Nothing more. Nothing less. What's a larder? Pantry. Okay. They keep the lard, don't you know? I didn't know. All right. Well, thank you, um, gents. Should we uh, head to the throne room? I uh, the uh, gnome that was swinging from my trunk. I flick him off three feet in the air, and then <laughs> I walk out. Wee. Yep. Do you want to investigate? Okay, Devin's already going, so I'm falling behind Devin. I uh I, I do want to kind of investigate this room before we leave though, just to see what it holds. The larder? No, this room, this first room. I didn't get a chance to look in it. Oh, just the... to see if there's anything there. Do it. Nothing. Okay. So you want to you want to do a, an actual investigation? Yeah, let's check it out. All right, you can do it. You can roll an investigation. Okay. Nice, three plus six nine. Wow, our uh, rolls it, it are just so look, good. It that just looks like it just looks like um. Okay, okay, back up there, shield for a second. Sorry, go ahead, do Mike's thing. No, uh, anyway, so you just all you all you notice is plates and dishes and leftovers, and that's about it. All right, I'll head out. I'll catch up with the rest. Okay, we are right here. Uh, ping yourself, guys. I can't. I can't see you. How do you ping okay. yourself? Just click on the thing and it pings? Press and click hold. And hold. Okay. My map is running really slow. Click Mine is hold. too. There's a lot There's a lot going on with it. So, The super sophisticated uh, map stuff that eats up all that CPU power. 
Anyway. Okay. Nice. Everybody roll. Everybody roll perception. I'm gonna roll a one again. So thirteen. What is my perception? I got seventeen. Thirteen. I got thirteen. Okay. As you make your way towards the the this southern corridor, um, you pick up on sounds of a very just like clanky, crunching gears, grinding and turning wheels. Um, all the um, all the uh, different little movements, and it just it just sounds like a big rocket up ahead. And um, there is a uh, you notice off in the distance this strange looking contraption that appears to have a a gnome perched on top who with wild hair and big old goggles who just kind of rocking back and forth laughing maniacally um as you as you make your way towards it what they're sitting in appears to be these giant crossbow uh pointing in all four directions on the compass and it looks as if it's just like this insane looking um turret just banana turret yep with with crossbow bolts on all sides is it loaded it is loaded I'm gonna duck. I am. Well, <laughs> Devin saw that, so that was his perception roll. Okay, so that's oh, what you notice. <laughs> Is it safe to cross? Your perception tells you that um, you. I mean, it's hard to tell what's going to happen here, but um, but there is a kind of wild-eyed looking gnome just kind of perched on top with um, kind of a crazy look in her eye. Shall I? I said, oh there gnome, is it safe to cross? <laughs> uh, the second you make a sound, it, he she whirls the contraption uh, with her cockpit kind of facing towards you and says, ah! Target practice! And she um, let's, let's loose a bolt. Everybody shut up and roll for initiative. I'm going to skin this gnome alive. Four. Seven. Plus four, 16. Devin's rolling nice tonight. So Devin is behind me, so I guess I would be the one taking the giant ballista bolt. 16. Yeah, that's not showing up very in the turn order. I'm getting there. Sorry. I got got 10. You had a 10 total, Beric? 10 total. 7 plus 3 equals 10. I know that gotcha. because... Because math is always the same. All the time. Uh, well, Every time. You, you think. Hey, I got to be right back just for a second, guys. Word to your mom. Okay. We can put it all on the poles there. Go save the north is what he's going to go do. <laughs> cold enough to be the north today. Must be a high of 36 tomorrow. That's the best. That's the best. So we have one person on a crazy crossbow. So what's our order of what's our plan here, Devin? Well, Mike's gone. We can table talk this out. It depends on the turn order, but uh, she already fired upon us. 
so I, I will be taking the arrow because I will I will have my shield out at least. So I guess I can just move forward to shield out and you guys can... I don't know. Do, do we want to kill this person? That's insane. That's just... Or do we just incapacitate? I don't know. Uh, if I go first, I'm certainly going to dodge. <laughs> Well, you're behind me, so I don't even know if it would hit you anyway. Because, I mean, these... So the tunnels are super tiny, so my body mass is probably taking up the Steve entirety... Steve literally takes up the entire corridor. So, yeah, you you are you are under full cover right now, Devin. <laughs> if he took up the entire corridor, how did I see the contraption? You can see around my armpit. Yeah, your perception, yeah, perception. and your eyes. Yeah. Your but, I mean, this crossbow bolt's not getting past him... What does your elf I see? Ah, the king of the north returns. My apologies. Yep. Mm-hmm. I do apologize. So I rolled a, a, what I miss? Nothing. We waited for you. I rolled a four for my initiative. Oh, seriously? Oh, jeez. Okay. So, Fen, um, it's... Top of the order goes to you. This... Looks like this wild-eyed gnome is get about to just place her hands on the on the trigger and is just about to crank back and let loose. Oh, I said, hold on, big fella. <laughs> I thought she already so, fired upon us. <clears throat> After she said target practice. Well, but she hasn't shot yet. Don't hasn't entice yet. her to shot. Remember, don't, when, don't when we go into combat, when we go into combat, it's like bullet time, right? It's like it's like vats. The second combat starts, everything goes slow. Well, I mean, there's not really anything I can do. There's a giant elephant in front of me taking up the entire... You could shoot past him if you wished. But that's what you can do. And you can even crawl over his shoulder and get in front of him. I don't know. You can pass through him. I am just going to... Um, six seconds. I'm going to improvise <laughs> one of my skills. I'm going to try to intimidate the gnome. Okay. Nice. What do I need to roll? Nice. So you're going to roll an intimidation. So if you look in your skills, I have a negative one. <laughs> wow. Nice. <laughs> nice. Seven on my intimidation. This is one of your skills? <laughs> well, improvise is an action that I can do, but okay. intimidation, you know, now that I know, I suck at intimidating people. <laughs> I'll remember for the future. I don't know why people don't like me. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so I failed in my intimidation. So I say, good luck, elephant. You got <laughs> Good luck, what, did, what did you roll in your intimidation? Oh, you did. You failed. Yeah, I got a seven. So. <laughs> Minus one. Okay. Yeah. So whatever, whatever you attempted to do, either to like get her attention or to like make it known that you'd be something not good to tangle with, it just goes right past her wide eyes, and she can barely hear herself, much less you speaking to her. Eric. We still can't see the turn Barry. Oh, you can't see the turner? No. No, we can't. We only see Things the... Things are moving real slow. We only see the gnome in there. Only see the gnome in there. Why? 
Is it probably... you should know me in the turn order, but not yourself? No, because last time it happened like this, it was because we were still in the other turn order from last combat. Let me do this. Let me let me do something. I like to call doing this right. Excuse me while Reset I whip this out. The game. Can I? Uh... This is great for radio. Are you showing up now? As I add you? Correct. Yes. Mm, maybe I should. All right. Give me that. You got a four. Yep, I got a four. Mike got a ten. Ben had a ten. Devin, you rolled a fourteen. Uh, no, you I got the highest. Yeah. Like a seventeen or something like oh. that. Yeah, you were the highest, whatever it was. So, okay, but it is. Hold on. It is Barrick's turn. Can I, while her attention is on these guys, can I try to flank around? On these rocks, unseen to kind of, to kind of just get into a more advantageous position. So flank around like towards her, or like you want to jump out the canyon. I kind of wanted to like hug these rocks just to kind of get over. Oh, um, you mean the one that's right in front of you? Yeah. Oh, that's so. Yeah, it's a it's a corridor, not just a boulder in front of you. Okay, so, so it's just yeah, a, it's a yeah. hallway. Yeah, it's a hallway. Yeah. Okay. Um. Um, maybe, maybe we should try talking to her, guys. Um, hello, lady. (laughs) (laughs) Can we, uh, can we talk maybe? Okay, so you want to do a persuasion? Yeah, maybe just try to figure out what her whole thing is. All right, so you can, you can, um, roll persuasion to try to engage her in an actual conversation and dissuade her from attacking. Nine. Persuasion so, a total of nine. She's so angry. You don't have she, a bonus to persuasion? No, my persuasion is actually plus zero, which is yeah, odd. Persuasion is plus zero. Um, she odd. laughs maniacally at the, um, at the fact that there is a talking rodent in front of her. Um, nice. and, even, and even says, this is even more of a challenge. Um... So in that I case, target practice womp rats back in what? I had a I had a shooter right between the eyes. Then if she's if she's not going to be nice to us, took your action to try and persuade her. So okay, is that and you you can either move now or you can be done. No, I think I'm good right where I am. I'm pretty okay. protected. Okay, she takes her hand off the trigger. You hear this, and you and. There is a bolt headed right towards Steve. Rosef, you got to catch it. I'm just going to block it off of my shield. <laughs> 11 Does plus not hit. Well, it's 16 total. Armor class. My AC is 18. Yeah, so the, this big, thick crossbow bolt comes flying right towards you. Just smacks pretty heavily into your shield puts a decent little dent and even a little bit of a puncture um as it kind of kind of hangs loose it doesn't like puncture all the way through but it just about does and then falls clattering at your at your feet uh she she laughs bullseye i'm going to walk up it's my turn i assume is that all she's gonna do turn cool i'm gonna walk up to this machine and i'm going to put my hand on it 
and I am going to crush the crossbow in it. Okay, so you're gonna you're gonna smack it with your what? What are you gonna hit it with? No, I'm just gonna grab it with my giant hand, and I'm gonna crush the crossbow mechanism that she just shot from. Okay, so as you're walking forward, you do notice that the that the mechanism, the way it's designed, there's like almost a a magazine of bolts below it. So as it launched forward and it automatically drew back, you can tell that it is priming itself with another bolt. Well, how big is this? Um, how big is the crossbow? Is it like something that a person can wield? Um, it's 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 a large, heavy crossbow. You could you could wield it. You you could easily wield it, being of your size. But she, there's no way she could even lift it on its own if it wasn't attached to this spindle turret contraption. Okay, so I am going to yeah, I'm going to bring my shield down on it, and I'm going to break off the turret on this side. Okay, so go ahead and roll it. Okay, I'm gonna roll. Is actually, that a strength did you check? Actually, do it. <laughs> yeah, I you're just actually hit. broke you're just it. Roll, you're just gonna roll. You're gonna roll the hit on this, basically. Um, that is a 18 plus five, so that is 23. That is a solid hit. So I just come down with my shield and okay. right yep, into the crossbow. Roll your damage. Um, so that is one d8 plus five. That's a that's a one d8. So that is five plus five. That is ten. Okay. So you you do you break off that front that front crossbow, and I say stop it. <laughs> um, you can try a persuasion check if you want. Yeah, I would imagine she was stunned. So I have a plus five to my persuasion. So fourteen, five, nineteen. Nineteen. Okay. Um, she stares wide-eyedly watching her contraption fall apart, looking at you and now really getting a good glimpse of you from behind the shield. Uh, she stands up in the stirrups and... and grabs begin... my bottom lip! Yeah. <laughs> grabs your trunk and... Um, and she just begins to just scream. Just scream. That's my turn. There's a screaming gnome standing on top of this contraption, looking down at a very perturbed elephant man. I am not an animal. All right, so it's my turn. (laughs) It's your turn. Gosh dang it. Okay, so I am going to use... uh, I'm going to move to where I'm all the way behind her. It's 25, right? Let's see, 5, 10, 15, 20. Oh, 30, get... I can move 35. Yeah, <clears throat> move 35. You can get behind her. And I'm going to use... Can I do a stealth attack or move stealthily? I have plus six to my stealth or... Um, I mean, you... there's a huge elephant in front of me, so I don't know if she can eat. There's huge... Yeah, so if if you want to... um, You want to go unnoticed, basically, or try to go unnoticed? Yeah, yeah you, can, you, can, you can make a stealth check as you move around there. If you can beat her perception, I got eight. <laughs> um, no, I mean she, she as she screams, oh. she's like staring like wide eyed and almost like mechanically and almost like comically screaming, staring. And as you walk around, she like 
kind of follows you with her eyes, but like doesn't move her head at all, and then like whips right back to to shield after you get around the behind her. Okay. She's still just screaming. Okay. Well, Hasn't seemed to take a breath yet. Grapple her. Is that possible? I have. You can attempt to grapple. Yes, yeah, you can absolutely attempt to grapple her. So what do I need? To, which one do I have to roll for that? Is that? So it's a strength check for grapple. Okay. I plus five for my strength. We got sixteen. Oh my gosh! Did you see that? Nope. <laughs> I wasn't nope. looking at it. So that's fine. All right. I got a nineteen. Nice, I like it. And minus her minus two because she's a gnome. Um you said you got a sixteen total? Yes. Somehow the adrenaline rush, the just the absolute fear and maybe even a little bit of psychosis, she is she just is like batting away your arms, still screaming and staring at Shield as she's doing so and unbelievably able to keep your arms at bay. All right. Well, Barrick. It's my turn. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and enter this room. Okay. Uh, just enough. I'm going to attempt because I can. I am going to um, cast Thunderclap just yeah. to try to like Wait, no. <laughs> um, so thunderclap is is it is an AOE, right? Like if you look at that spell, it'll tell you if it's an AOE. Just just my range is five feet. Each creature within range. He doesn't care about the party. <laughs> no, I do. I just want to like to like thunderclap is just a. It's just a clap of thunder that would, you know, get someone's attention. Like, because I think we got to get her to stop screaming, guys, because we need to figure out what's going on with her. Like, I don't think that we ought to kill her. I'm not. Next turn, I'm like... just going to stab her in the back of the neck. <laughs> that'll stop you. That'll shut you up. Fen gave her one well, chance. It... Like, all right, now time to kill you. Well, it will, but so far the gnomes have been nice to us. So I think we ought to, like. All right. Well, Thunderclap like him. She's crazy. Thunderclap him, This Mike. one? Okay, I won't. Do Fine. it. Do it. No, no. Does it do damage? Team does thunderclap do damage? It, it does. It one does do damage. Yeah. So you would be doing damage to her. Yeah. Um, and everybody in range. And everybody in range. Um. I don't know. I don't want to like murder her, but. So you can, you can, you can like grapple her like Devin did, or you don't. Just because you attack her doesn't mean, necessarily mean you have to murder her. You can no, say you can knock her unconscious. That would be a five foot range from her center. Yeah, you could just knock her unconscious, like Devin tried to put it her in a chokehold and restrain her. I may as well try. May as well try, right? Yeah. I mean, we've all failed at least once. So yeah. I didn't fail. We I, tried... I did exactly what I meant to do on my turn. <laughs> I'm a, I'm gonna try to let's see. Do I have anything that'll knock her out? Throw the um... bread at her. Throw the green bread at her. Oh yeah. Well, you think she'll respond to that? I don't know. Are Let's you find hungry? <laughs> Are you hungry, Miss Nome? <laughs> so you can roll a pers- you can try to roll a persuasion. Devin just, just face bombed. 
to get her to be interested in the bread? Is this, is that what you're trying to do? What is he it you're he just a face publisher? I don't want to kill her. I'm going to knock her unconscious because we can't have her screaming and waking up the whole her neighborhood. So okay. what do I need to do here? Just to airplane, knock her out? airplane you, you slapper. Attempt, you can attempt to incapacitate her um, if you, if you want to knock her prone or or you know grapple her. That would be the the best way to do it is to grapple. Okay, her. So I'm strength gonna strength. I'm gonna oh yeah, because my strength is so high. You have like a negative one to strength, don't you? My my yeah, strength she's is got a negative one. two to strength, so it's about even. Oh my gosh. Okay, and I've got a minus one. So here we go. Whatever. <laughs> what did F you the roll? Dice. F the dice. I got a eight. four. I got eight minus one. Oh, you still you <laughs> still got it. You you get up on that contraption. You grab her from behind. You you get a hold of her, and she is now she's now grappled. She's held down. Um, how are you trying? How do you pin her? I first I are you trying to quiet her? I am trying to quiet her. I want to. So you're like putting your hand over her mouth, maybe? No, because she'll bite. Um, I'm gonna stick. Ooh, I'm gonna stick a piece of bread in her mouth. I'm gonna say, "Here, eat this. Tranquilo, tranquilo, calmate." There's a there's a raccoon on top of a gnome sticking bread in her mouth. Now her screams go from like shock and surprise to like utterly terrified as tears begin to stream down her cheek and like well up well stream down her cheeks also filling her goggles and she is just completely overwhelmed by what is happening in front of her. Okay. They, they, um, she begins to hyperventilate with the bread stuck in her mouth. And she finally just overwhelmed, just passes out. <laughs> this was a mighty foe we faced today. Is this how you meet all your women, Berg? <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is how this is how we do it in the realms. Well, we, oh, you were gonna murder her in the face. Well, she's a, she's at least she's at least quiet. All right, so oh, she's quiet. She's she's good. Better take like, that bread out of her mouth so she doesn't choke to death while she's passed out. Don't don't try to be all like nice now. Chivalrous. You wanted to murder her, so yeah. Um, Shield, I think right. Shield, I think you ought to grab one of these crossbows and take it for yourself, since you seem to be the only one who can carry them. I don't think you should steal their stuff. I think we should wake her up, see if we can so that she can scream down. again. Yeah, your plan is terrible. Yeah. Wake her up, Devin. Right, Roll the perception check. Get three. Is it my turn? It okay. So yeah, combat's over. So there's no more. There's no more turn order necessarily. There's but, just chaos after combat. Yeah, yeah, and now it's just her laying right, well, there. I'm try to wake her up. Oh, I'm gonna leave the room first. You're on your own. What do I need to do to wake her up? Uh, in order to wake her up, you're gonna have to at this point. Either you have to have some some type of yeah, you have to have some kind of like either smelling salts or something that would bring her you know bring her back to her senses. I mean, just just slapping her in the face Bert, or like give me some of your underwear that'll wake her up. Not, it's not really causing any <laughs> jokes on you. I don't wear any. Oh, 
going commando. All right. Well, I guess nothing we can do. We should keep I, moving on. Hopefully, she I think I think we should. I think we ought to move on. Steve, what do you think? Shield, what do you think? Uh we move on. All right, heading across the canyon. All right, so I'm going to come to this little stop here. So it seems like there is there is a passageway out, but it's just Being a yourself, cliff. Where are you? You went to the south, to the southern exit of the crossbow room. Oh, I didn't know there was an exit in there. Yeah. Come on. Okay, so I'm going to continue to follow Finn, who is in the lead. Okay. I'll follow him as well. Gnome's in here. Do you want me to go first in case there's another crazy gnome with crossbows? No. Um, there's no gnomes. This time if they attack, so. <laughs> there's you no going? gnomes. Finn, once you get to well, the, your eyes aren't very good, so. Once you get to that corridor, Finn, you hear first in, first in gnomish, you hear, um, just some, um, utterance of a command, and then in English or in common, you hear, who goes there? I say, can you not tell by the way I look? I am Finn. <laughs> I don't know who you are. I know you... what you are. Pointy. Well, we are here looking for assistance. We're trying to go and talk to your kings. We are told they have not been found. The kings are missing. Yes. Or at least missing in their minds. Let's put Doug or Dwayne, one of the cooks. Nerkley and Dorbog. <laughs> no, not this uh, Doug. Dimble. 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 Did you just say Dill? No, no, he I said Dimbo. Dimbo. Man of the gutter. What I heard. I. Well, we, we are, we are, we are, we are guarding Nomergon. What? What is? No what is it you wish to do? Nomergon. What do you no, wish? Nomergon. What is your now. business here? There's a dragon. We want to make sure everybody's safe. We're helping out the town master. And we're looking to see... And we're looking for your kings. You know, we know that you guys make some crazy stuff, and we're hoping that we could get something from your people that might help us if we ever have to fight mm. this dragon. They look at, they look at each other kind of... Uh, they, these guys look really nervous. Um, they don't... They're, they're definitely more on guard. Um, and... They, well, you have to prove who you are because of late, not everybody is who they seem to be. So... Give me proof that you are who you say you are. Um, so I, earlier I took the note from the town um, billboard. Billboard? Huh? Um, so I walk over and Jumbo, I hand it Jumbo to board. him. I said, I took, I took this notice um, from Fandolin, and we came to ask for your assistance. So I am, I am Shield, um, a paladin of Torm. And we have come to look for your assistance. And you are not a shape changer yourself, are you? Um, I can. I cannot do this thing. I cannot. I cannot change my shape. I can't change my form. Have you had problems with people coming in looking uh, like different people? What's been going on? Not everybody appears, 
Is neurodiversity is what they appear to be? I want to roll a perception check to see if these gnomes are who they appear to be. Okay. Yeah, at fifteen, if you can see that, plus five. Mm, I can see that. No, they they're very they're very honest gnomes. They're very clearly are are gnomes. They are very nervous and very suspicious. They seem, you know, of all the gnomes you've met, they're the most at the ready, uh, at least the most, you know, suspicious of, of strangers. Um, their little tiny bows and little itty bitty daggers look very cute, but it doesn't. It does look like they would, you know, bring them to bear if necessary. They're also not glowing. I asked them. We came across several gnomes. Um, the bakers. We came across a gnome on a crossbow turret that shot at us would not talk and just kept screaming is that the type of behavior you're referring to mm, fact fact factor a she she's just crazy she's just we're afraid she's lost in in just the madness of her of her machinations to gond um the other cooks though they they've they've done well by their duty and have made sure that the that the clan has stayed fed well, we are here but to I help. Apologize, but I apologize for Factor A's behavior. It's okay. She has, she's sleeping off a bad ah. hangover. <laughs> that is, that um, is new for her. Someone, it's been a while since she's rested. Someone broke her crossbow. <laughs> someone will have to fix oh, that later. That will, she will be very perturbed when she wakes up. Um, if she wakes up. We, we are here to help, gnomes. We would like to assist you with finding your kings or... Whatever we need to do, we we have a dragon that we need to attend to, and we know that you can help us with that. So if we can help you, you can help us. I think this will oh. be a beneficial arrangement. Well, Dabble Dob and Fibblestib will be the ones to talk to you about the kings. We they they know more of their situation. We're we're solely here to be on guard for for any anybody changing shape or at least trying to deceive us. If if you are to pass. You must you must offer me essentially just roll me a persuasion in this you know as a charisma check to see if they believe what you guys are telling them. I rolled an eighteen plus five twenty three. They feel very confident that you are who you say you are. Um, off off here to the to the west, down some stairs, you'll find a bridge. Um, you may cross readily over into the in into the into the main part of our complex all right thank you the main we part? will not attack finn lead the way i will follow you i'm going across the bridge first okay to the west right to what's, the west what's to the all right as you get across, as you start walking across the bridge, um, it is. It takes you a little bit longer to cross. It is, you know, especially for your for your weights and for your, um, just your bulk. It is. It's a little more bulky, but it takes. You know, it's a it's a precarious little bridge. It looks like it'd be about a twenty foot, twenty five foot drop to the water below. Like Merrick has no problem crossing whatsoever. The guy's taking so long. Get across the bridge, fatties. We're already mm -hmm. cross bridge waiting for you. Don't worry, my computer's slow. Um, hey, why don't you, the big guy go first? 
Uh, I do not mind. I do not mind going ahead. So I pull out my. I have my shield, and I have my shield in front of me, like uh, just moving down these corridors with my shield out in case anyone tries to shoot at us again. Okay. You approach the the the, the entrance, and you hear and see this giant. <laughs> there are these blades set into the floor, and they are spinning at an extremely rapid rate. It looks like there is like thick red liquid kind of splayed across the floor near these blades. These blades are spinning extremely fast um, and look like they would be quite the, um, quite the obstacle to jump over. They just recently painted to this room red. That's interesting. I don't know why they chose red. Why they chose red? I read a journal one time where there was a similar situation. What happened? He said, "Only the penitent man. Get the penitent man will pass. Penitent, penitent man must kneel." So shield kneels down. And the raccoon. Um, um, he's small enough; he might be able to. Crawl can we under. maybe? So maybe can we? So how how far are these blades above the ground? You said they were on the floor. So are they the blades are inches above the ground? They're inches above the ground. Yeah, they are. You know, they're set basically to the ground, maybe an inch or two, you know, off, and just spinning rapidly. Um, Along the along the floor. So, do you guys suspect that these are instruments of death, or are they, you know, um, I can turbines see that help uh, power something? Lever across the way. Maybe if we can hit that, it'll turn this off. Um, go grab a couple of rocks. I mean, I could shoot it with my bow and arrow, maybe. Well, I'll shoot it with your bow and arrow then. Get the way, shield. Is that take possible? A step, take a step forward. <laughs> You're going to attempt to hit it. Um, looking at the position of the lever, it looks as if to, it's... It'd have to come backwards to activate. it have to come towards you, it looks like. What's uh, what's up on the ceiling? Uh, the, it's it's a seven-foot-high, flat, square ceiling. There's nothing of just a just a very smooth stone with with not really much to purchase. So, fan, so can you throw a barrack across the fans to the other side? Um, well, let's before we start throwing. I think I've got a grapple kit. Let me see if I can climb across. Dang guy! So what about sh- the walls? Could I could I traverse the walls? The walls are very slick. They're hewn stone. So Shield um, says out loud. He's talking to himself, but he says, "If if there were some new powers that we have gained in this journey, I wonder if." We would be able to find something within them that could help us use a, a hand from from a mage. That if we had a mage with a hand, maybe we could. It's like totally not even clicking. What is happening right now? Have that hand go so out. So I'm gonna use I'm gonna use thunderclap, and I'm gonna break. That's it. That's exactly what I was thinking That's exactly of. Exactly what I was thinking. Beric, I will hold you over these fans by my trunk. You thunderclap them, break them apart into pieces, and we can cross. Hang on. I've got thunder wave. A thunderous force sweeps out from me. I could do that. Or I've got this mage hand here. It just so happens I got some rope up here. <laughs> <laughs> Throw it down. Um, I'm going to go ahead and... Uh, Use this mage hand that I came up with by myself. Don't nobody, be hasty. Nobody is helping me with this. 
I'm gonna I think, roll. I'm gonna. I think cast Kevin just died. So the nice thing about Mage Hand is it's it's a cantrip that you can cast. There's no like, but you can just essentially anything within 30 feet of you, you can manipulate um, as you would as if you were, you know, your own hand. Exactly. To manipulate. And I'm going to do it. Okay. Once. So, okay, go for it. Are you going to do it? I did it. Okay, you did it. So. You describe how you do what, it. What, what do you do? What do you do, man? I reach my hand into. My pocket. I just cast mage hand. I'm not. I just cast it. Here's okay. my hand. Here's my mage hand. I'm gonna. Okay. I'm gonna try to pull this here lever. Oh, oh but first, uh huh. First, I wanna. No, go ahead. We'll see what happens. Now, this is where the blade slices us in half. So. <laughs> no. Right. Um. You. You. Uh. You cast mage hand. It. Um. Does this little magey handy thing over there. Uh. You're. It, very easily able to pull the pull the lever in the direction only direction it can pull as you cast the spell and this is the first time you've ever cast the spell um there is kind of this strange crackling kind of uh prickly sensation in the air around you as you do so and after you cast your spell and successfully uh pull the pull the lever from your back sprout these very beautiful iridescent butterfly wings and just um just very very elegant and very beautiful looking butterfly wings you can now hover over the ground and um have about 30 feet of flying speed what the crap is going on with that raccoon that's new um. <laughs> the fan blades themselves <laughs> Slowly <laughs> whirl to a come grinding to a stop, and they they are no longer moving. Must have been something in that green bread. But you now currently have that's butterfly new. Wings. Oh my gosh! <laughs> He's a magic um, butterfly. <laughs> you finally come out of your cocoon, uh, Eric. Um, I don't know what happened just now. (laughs) I just got turned Uh, into a butterfly. Can I go? I go. go. (laughs) Yeah, you may go. Anyone else? (laughs) No, 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 we're we're good. good. Yeah, we're good. good. Um, I I do just. I kind of want to inspect this red. You didn't happen to quick save, did you? Right, uh, Barrick, you, I know what you, this red is. I Barrick, know you this. have wings. No, no, no. You, Ben, like, do you see this? Do you no. hover over to the red liquid? Uh, no, I'm gonna walk. <laughs> is is that is it blood? Can I? It is not blood. Butterfly it is in wings. Fact, it is in Strawberry fact more syrup. of. Yeah, it's it's just like a thick, consistent, almost like an oily red substance um, that looks like it's really what it's been doing is kind of been um, issuing forth from the from the piston and the axle of these of these fan blades, and um, so just as they've been spinning, whatever they whatever this liquid is used to lubricate them, it's just been kind of flinging it as they've been spinning. 
so gents, I suggest we um, prepare ourselves for anything that's about to come after turning off this machine. Um, maybe let's get across the field quickly so that they don't turn back on while we're crossing them. She'll just stares. Um, don't <laughs> just ignore the wings here. Take a good look. Take no, he... a good look. There it is. Can I touch them? Get... Be attracted to can, can I touch good... them? <laughs> Uh, no. Fen, have you ever seen you... this? Is I've never seen you. You just sprouted butterfly wings, and you are not freaking out right now. I'm gonna roll a uh, history. <laughs> history. Have I have I seen or, this uh, before? Insight. Roll Arcana. Okay. What? That's a plus zero for me. That one's garbage. Oh, okay. Then you you roll insight. Just roll good. You roll. Just roll good. <laughs> See that? See what I got there? No, say it. Twenty. Oh, you got it. Did you get a nat twenty? Yeah. Good nat answers. Twenty. Insight. All right. I have to write this so, down. So, Finn, you have more than been around the block. You have been in and amongst again the Fae. You are very, very accustomed to and knowledgeable about the way the world of magic works and just its general weavings and how it operates. You could sense that once. Barrick cast Mage Hand, those issuing lights, those tingling sensations, the things that just kind of sparkle around him, you just instantly, it just kind of rolls off your lips and you go, Wild Magic. Wild Magic. So the weave of magic is prevalent through the entire realm of Farron. There are places, though, where where you cast magic or attempt to use magic, it always seems to create some kind of different effect or, or kind of tear in the in the fabric of magic and this was obviously very clearly one of the instances that as he cast the spell he became a conduit for it you know for this wild magic to issue forth and kind of make it a little bit of a change to him finn is this permanent um well let me see. from yeah, everything. No, you got a nat twenty. You like you. You straight up are like Encyclopedia Brown right now. You you, you feel like you feel like no, it, it's definitely not going to be permanent. Um, Unfortunately, it's not permanent. Yeah, these weavings just seem to kind of write themselves eventually. It's almost as if it's like this, you know, brief temporal shift in the in in the weave that eventually just kind of pops itself right. Are what are you guys looking at? Are there any other changes that? No. Oh, never mind. Let's 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 I don't know. go. You cast a spell. You no, I I am not gonna cast a spell right now. I I know think... better than to cast a spell. <laughs> yeah, let's let's continue Black on. Magic. Um, get ready, steal yourselves. Let's see if anything comes down this corridor. Okay, so you turn them off so we can move now, right? Oh yeah, those yeah. those those fans are no longer spinning. Cool. Can we take There's a two a minute break? Bugs. There's a lot of dead bugs, bugs and some and some. Some rodents stuck to the blade side of the fans. Cool. Let, can we take a two-minute break right here before we continue on? Yes. Sure. All right. Sorry, everyone. Two-minute break. Uh, we'll be right back. Leathers. Have, Leather gets kind of sweaty, doesn't it? I have wings. Don't worry about it. That's true. That's weird. All right. I start walking down the thing as lead hall walker. It's like Paul Walker, but hall walker. Too soon. Too soon. <laughs> it's been like eight years. Or not, not soon enough. Too soon. Uh oh. 
What'd you do? I say, hail there, gnomes. Are there gnomes down here? Yeah, you, <laughs> you shock these two little, two little guys as you come lumbering out of the corridor. You, en- you open up and you enter into this, clearly what looks to be a workshop slash laboratory. Um, there are desks that are strewn with parchment and beakers and burners and half-made inventions, clockwork, contraptions. There are um, strange smells. There's like almost a copper tinny taste in in the air as you enter. Um, there's, sulf- there's sulfur. There's It's just a ma- all manner of things strewn across these tables. There's a, another rise up to the to the Northwest of the of the room, a little sheer cliff, and up at the very top is a stone pedestal that um, looks to have like a book resting on top of it. And there are two gnomes engaged in mostly an argument about what sounds to be like um, trying to come up with a solution to a problem that neither one of them can agree on. I say, dibble dob, fibble stab. I I am fibble stib. Thank you very much, and this is, in fact, Dabble Dobbin. Who might you be? I am S.H.I.E.L.D. These are my companions, Fen, the militaristic elf that's been alive for 300 years, and the butterfly hey. is Beric. A Beric? Don't butterfly. ask, don't stare. I've never heard of a Beric butterfly before. I understand. This We're... is quite fascinating. They Famous run right Beric. up to you. And they and they just they pull out monocles and they pull out uh, contraptions for viewing and they're just they're staring uh, and cannot believe what they're seeing at all. Like they've never seen the likes of you, much less one that can fly, and are just thrilled to have you to be in their presence. Kind gnomes. Where do we... you come from? Why you no, no. Wait, I am. I I need to ask questions before you start asking questions. Oh. We're here to help. Okay. Your kings are in trouble. If we help your kings, we've been told you will help us uh, defeat a dragon. Who told you that? That would be... Uh, uh, I didn't write down the name of the guard. <laughs> Dimble the Baker told us this. He told Dimble us that Baker. if we uh, talked the- to you, then you could help us, and we could help you somehow with your kings who have lost their minds. Well, the kings are sequestered at this point. Uh, Korbaz, I fear Korbaz has has completely lost his mind, and this is what we're arguing about. I think all we need to do is subdue the poor, the poor man, and get him to see reason. Meanwhile, Dabbledob is under the impression that well, it's barbaric, but she wishes to wish wishes to throw him in the cellars, lock him away. So that the disappearing stops. Disappearing. It's, it's, well, yes, we there. There, two two of our clan have gone missing. Have been missing for a fortnight. Fortunately, we were able. To, we we know that Nurkley and Korbaz are in their quarters, but we have yet to find two of our clan who've been who've been missing for so long that we fear the worst. Who? Which of your clan is missing? The clans who are missing are... You just said that really weird. Are you okay? Sorry. I was... I went into bullet time to look up my... The names. Hold on. Oh, yes. Oren and Warren 
We've not seen or heard from them again in a fortnight. Orin and Warren are missing. Who are Orin and Warren? Uh, two of our clan, uh, a couple of artificers who, in fact, were helping us in our laboratory. And they disappeared from the laboratory? They've just disappeared altogether. We've not seen them in Nomengard in quite some time. And Korvaz, I, I can't help but think that Korvaz is responsible. He's gone mad. Where is Korvaz? He's locked away in his quarters. And his quarters are where? Mm, well, uh, follow me and I'll show you. Can, can, can we hang on a second? Yes. Are, are you aware that you're glowing? Okay, so time out. Nobody's glowing. They're just different colors so that I can tell them apart. Gotcha. It's like having you know, a bunch of minis from a box of minis and not having, you okay. know, try to tell them apart. So it's just different. Um, real quick, you guys aren't glowing. You look normal. Oh, thank just you. Just so you know. It's a new. It's a new thing. Where are we? All right. right. You, on the other hand, Beric. I have yeah. wings. Relax. Oh, you do have wings. Fascinating indeed. Yeah. Like let's, a moth uh... more than a butterfly because you're furry. Only. Oh, are you a barrack with butterfly wings? Darn, 90s kids. All right, let's go. So I'm going gonna, gonna to pull out my crossbow, and I'm just <laughs> going to put one right between Devin's eyes, just for fun. Okay. And um, since I'm flying, roll to attack. <laughs> well, if you wish to follow me, we can attempt to speak with Korbaz. Let's go. Okay, he walks up the steps. There we go. And head up the corridor. I am going to says... bring up the rear here. Okay. Um, while we're walking, have you uh, have you seen any dragons? We have not seen the dragon. Uh, we have heard of him though. Uh, Harbin, Harbin Wester has made attempts to communicate with us. We are well aware though of the beast. Um, as it has seemed to driven. Sorry, keep going. Oh, it just seems to have driven more and more beasts of, of of foul nature, further and further towards towards our abode and villages, and even probably towards Fandolin. I'm assuming. Uh, there's been some sightings. What, what are you guys doing to stay off such beasts? Well, we just stay. We stay in in Nomergard. It's of, it's it's been in our. It's kept us alive for centuries this clan and so far it continues to serve us well not working on any special technology to you know help you against such things uh, nothing that I mean we, we we tend not to try to deal with dragons as uh, it would take more than a lot of us to overpower one of those beasts no matter what it was we were to invent and I'd rather prefer my head where it is no I understand we just as we were walking through your bakery, we just saw some interesting contraptions that um, were aimed at us and, you know, shot at us. And shot some, at you. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. She finished it, I'm assuming. Uh, I would assume. She's taking a break yeah. right now. I apologize. But, you know, she seems she to may, have acquired may have that space. <laughs> she seems to have acquired that space all to herself. Uh, I would fear the same madness that has overtaken her as the same madness that has overtaken Korbaz. Doesn't have to be 
happen to be gold fever, does it? Gold. We 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 don't really concern ourselves with gold so much as you know, our treasure is always knowledge. But uh, whatever madness this is that is taking Korbaz, he has. I'll be honest with you. I believe Korbaz has Nurkly prisoner in in that room. Well, let's go find out. Hmm. Well, okay. <laughs> he gets out of your way and says, proceed to the corridor. Um, you may speak to um, You can try to get him to open the door. I doubt he'll open it, but you may speak to him. Eric, why don't you pick the lock? Um, I will attempt. I'm going to do a perception check first to see if the lock is, um, to see if the door is booby-trapped. <clears throat> yeah, booby. You can do an investigation on the door to see if it's booby trapped. Yep. Nineteen plus six. Uh, <clears throat> it's not booby trapped. It's just really well locked. I'm going to attempt to pick the lock. Um, as you're scratching on on you know into the lock, you hear from the other side. Um, may I help you? Yes. No. Like who, 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 is that is that you, Double Dob? Leave the yeah. door alone. Do you not yeah. understand? I must keep Nurkly alive. Can you remind the, me why? The 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 the, the, the shapeshifter is is after him and wishes to to take him from me. When was I the do last not time wish you... to rule the clan alone. I wish to keep him alive, and I do not want the foul beast. Destroying what we have. Uh, valid points. I feel you. Could you tell me the last time you saw the shapeshifter? Well, it was not a fortnight ago. I've told you this before. It was in the throne room. It looked just like the rug. Just like the rug. I remember you telling me that. And and what did the rug do exactly? Well, the rug. The rug reached out. It attempted to take him. Right. I was. It was barely by the skin of my teeth that I was able to 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 get him out of there, flee from the room, and get into our quarters. Oh, I, I remember that. No, no, um, nobody will, will ever hurt Nurkly. Nobody. And you cannot convince me otherwise, unless you can prove to me that this foul creature has been disposed of. It has. Oh, it has. Has it? <laughs> um, no, I was just kidding. Um, he's still around. Could I? Uh, could I? Just so I'm aware, Nurkly, how how you doing? Nurkly is indisposed at the moment. Mm. Oh. Um, but rest assured, Dabbledob, Nurkly is has fallen under no harm, nor shall he. Yeah. Can you this open is the door? Finn. <laughs> I am here with Dabbledob. Finn, who is Finn? I don't know Finn. I am a knight of the realm. A knight and of which realm? A long line of royals uh, from the mountains of Jibber Jabber. Is that Jabber Mountains? Nice. Uh, I'm going to write that yeah. down. Such, pres- such prestigious <laughs> mountains you hail from. Lord Drop they for Devin. You've probably never been there. You but, sound like you have pointy ears. Uh, I do have pointy ears. I am and a long beat. A mountain elf. And um, we are here to help you. So we will go, and we will prove to you that the shapeshifter is dead. And when we come back, we will bring the proof. 
Will you open the door uh, when we bring you proof? Oh, I would love to see proof of it, of, of the demise of this creature. I will not allow anything to happen to Nurkley. All right. Just so you know, I will hold you to your word. If you don't open I will the door, hold you to yours as well. It'll be the last. Master Jibber Jabber. Let's go. Can you do that head shake thing again? Dibble Dob, which way to the throne room? Oh, it's... He kind of yells back. It's just not around around the corner here. Okay. I assume it's the double doors. It's the double doors. Dumbledores. Double door? I push open the double doors. Push open the double doors. And once the double door is open, what happened to my thing? <clears throat> happened to your voice. Knock, knock. <clears throat> okay. In front of you is a very opulent throne room. There is a raised three-step dais, carved stone thrones, a very intricate, delicate-looking uh, rug leading up to, and several chests and just draperies and adornments of all kinds in this throne room. I would like to investigate the rug. I do not want to step on the rug. I want to reach out and touch the rug with my trunk. Okay. And I want to you see reach if, out. Yeah. As you reach out towards the rug and touch it, it feels exactly like a rug. I would like to lift the corner of the rug. It's a little dusty, and and there are a few uh, uh, dust bunnies kind of fluffing around as you lift it up. But um, it pulls up from the ground. Uh, the ground below it is, you know, cool to the touch, uh, and just seems very ruggy. I give the rug one of those when you shake out a rug, you whip it. I do okay. that to the giant you, rug. Yeah, you you snort up a big old whiff of a dust up your trunk and causes you to tickle your nose a little bit and let it sneeze, but it is definitely nothing more than a rug. Say very like roll a perception check. See if we can perceive anything in this room. Okay. Woohoo, I got an eleven. Well done. Um, yeah, it it you know, it's an opulent throne room. Um, doesn't look like it's been used in a while, in a couple of weeks at least. And nobody's really been in or out. Uh, and I mean, as far as you can tell, pretty plain, pretty normal. Um, I'm gonna venture in, okay. and I'm gonna inspect this first chest. Okay. It opens right up. There's no lock on it whatsoever. And it is full of, like, sick silk garments. Robes, pantaloons, um, tunics, even um, some even some slippers. I've got my short sword, and I'm just going to poke down to the bottom through everything with my short sword. Okay. You, you hear it, punk, punk, as you poke the, the wood just resounds with a little hollow echo, dook, dook. While while Beric is doing that, I am going to use my divine sense as an action, and I'm going to detect okay. good and evil until the end of my next turn. So anything within sixty feet, I should be able to to detect. Okay, um, it doesn't twinge. Nothing twinges. The hairs on the back of your neck don't rise up. Uh, nothing tickles your trunk at this at this point. I slam the rug on the ground very hard. 
a lot of dust flies up from under it. Let's just cut a piece of the rug, take it back to him. You want to cut? You want to cut a rug? <laughs> so I get out my loot. He's been around play. for 300 years. He's learned a few moves <laughs> in his time. Let me tell you about the time that I won the dancehall competition in Fairruns. Did I ever tell you about the time when I was a dance uh, major? <laughs> in Jibber Jabber. I'm gonna I'm gonna inspect. <laughs> Devin is trying so hard not jabber. to like break. Was it Jibber Jabber, jibber jabber Idol? Jibber Jabber's got talent. Jibber Jabber. What, what do we got? Devin's angry. <laughs> I can been see around it. for 300 years. <laughs> um, I'm going to inspect all six chests just like I did the first, just to see. Yeah, uh, more garments, shoes. Um, some of them are look like they're some like clothes from older times, but it's it's mostly clothing. Um, there's a couple of things that are like fine silverware, china, some dishes, even some crystal goblets and that kind of thing, but nothing like. Um, there's some jewelry in a couple of them, um, mostly looking like, like even costume jewelry, baubles and those kind of things, like glass and, and beads, but nothing of like real, like value. Hey, Finn, why don't you go try to convince what's his name to come to the throne room? Tell him that we, we have, we're waiting here and that we have suspected nothing. We found nothing. Um, the rug is completely dead. Come on. See if you can get him to at least come inspect this place with us. We'll wait here. All right. I pick up the rug one more time and slam it down again. Dude, one let time. the rug go. <laughs> Will you stop doing that? I did nothing. I knock on the door. Uh, that was That was fast. Yes, we've gone in, we've investigated. There's nothing in the throne room. Would you come uh, and show I us? I know there's nothing in the throne room. The beast appeared to be the rug and is no longer there. Okay, where did it go? Well, if I knew that... If you had a guess, where would it go? If I knew that, I wouldn't be locked up here tight. I would be dispatching the creature myself. That's doubtful. There's a little gnome. You can't do much. But <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice man. I don't know whether I should be insulted or honored. Roll your inspiration check. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess so we'll go search high and low until we can find this shapeshifter and bring you proof. Of I it. just, uh, I yeah, I just fear that more of my clan will go missing, but I I cannot leave. Nurkly alone. I well, how about I stay with Nurkly and you go and search with my companion? Oh, I don't and I will think protect so. With my life, I think the only person equipped to protect Nurkly is me. Hmm. And I'm just, and I assure you, Nurkly would agree. Hmm. But he can't really tell us that now, can he? Since he's conveniently indisposed, he is protected and safe. Hmm. Okay. Well, I guess you can die. Bye bye. Nice. <laughs> okay. Well, do you want to do you, if you want to try to roll a persuasion to get him to open that? You can do that with what you're. Yeah. All right. Trying to say. I'll here. see if I can persuade you. <laughs> nope. 
<laughs> not gonna happen. He, 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 he's not. He's not impressed by anything you said to him. You, you can suck rocks, somebody. Or not. Okay. Um, okay. Well, I guess so. I like go keep rocks. looking around. Do you have anything else that you can tell us that might help us to find the shapeshifter? Any hints or clues? All I know is the beast was foul. It terrified me to my core, and I barely got away alive. Did it have a particular smell? Mm, Not that I can recall. Well, I guess we'll be off, and I'll go look high and low. Or shoot myself in the face in the process. (laughs) I would like to investigate Um, this door down here to the south. Okay, the door is locked, um, but is... um, but it's just a simple door, just locked. Dibble Dob, what's behind this door? Oh, that is our treasury. I'm assuming you won't let me in it to see if well, there's would, a shapeshifter. I would, I would prefer that. Oh, I didn't think about them being in there. Um, if I have your word that you'll touch nothing of value. To find value. Yes, you have my word. Open the door. Okay. Butterfly raccoon stays out. I will Whose have to side ask. Are you on? I will have to ask Corboz <laughs> for the key. <laughs> Who? Corboz. Um. Okay. That guy. Oh. Well, actually, let me check. Fibblestiv, in fact, has a copy. <laughs> nice. Let us. He goes off. Fibblestiv. Um. I will open it. You promised you will not take anything. Uh. Yes. We'll not take anything that we perceive to have any value. She hands you the key. That's a she? Mm. I open the door to the treasury. You do open the door. And the door explodes and we all die. Holy treasury, Batman. This is a treasury, in fact. Um, There are several different gizmos, gadgets... Stacked brass Blunt? sculptures, ores, telescopes, <laughs> microscopes. It's, 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 it's just full of stuff. Um, Twenty. <laughs> I would like to cast uh, detect magic. Okay. It's, cast, uh, you're sure you want to do that? Yes, detect last magic. Oh, oh, I got wings last time. When you cast Detect Magic, there is not the same sparkly, prickly sensation in the air. But once you cast, yeah, once you cast Magic, um, you can tell there are at least two very magical items. There is a, um, there's an amulet sitting on one of the desks that is of some of the finest craftsmanship you can even begin to imagine and then there's also a little cylinder that looks about oh i would say an inch and a half in diameter but it's only about four or five inches tall but it is emanating with a magical glow (laughs) all right and um i would like to investigate to see if well, no, I'm going to do Divine Sense again, and I'm going to see if there's anything evil in this room. You sense nothing whatsoever. Divine Sense is a cantrip? 
Uh, it's a it's an action that I have. I can do it four times per long rest. Oh, it's an action. Okay, but not really a spell then. No, it's not a spell. Okay. 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 You again sense nothing in this area. Okay. No, it is a spell. It's a hallow spell. What it's a hallow out. spell? Yeah. Anything affected by the hallow spell, because it's granted by. By my deity, so I don't know if that's the yeah. same. I don't know. For the sake of our game, we're going to roll it. Okay. And nothing happens. Cool. So I tell my companions that I don't sense any evil in this room. So Cool. Um, I, okay. I'm just going to call out if there are any shapeshifters in the room. Nothing responds to you. <laughs> When you when you ask if it's evil, where's the shot, okay. butterfly? Where's do, the shot? do they do they tell me they're not evil though? Does we're the, does we're cabinet, not evil. We're not evil. Does the cabinet does the chest go? We're not okay. Um, <laughs> no, it does not. All right, so I then I leave the room. Okay, where are you headed? Oh, this door right here. Yep, there's another door up there that we can get through, and then. That door just goes to the other side where well, the were... book is on the. What will be up there? So what's uh, what's no, in the book? Seen... We've seen it on the other side, guys. Double dob. What's behind this door? Ah, uh, that is, that is our sacred text. Probably, probably the most valuable, irreplaceable sacred treasure we have ever possessed. Dibble yeah, Dob, yeah, we get it. Open the door. Dibble Dob, if I was a shapeshifter <laughs> and I knew there was something sacred that you guys would not touch and investigate, I would turn into that object. Oh, you don't think that that it's taken our our sacred text, do you? What would you do, Dibble Dob, in the... Oh, I had not considered this. Um, You're a scientist. Uh, Yes, but I, I, I suppose I suppose I'm blinded by the by, by the love of knowledge more, and 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 the fact that I wish that we could never even conceive that it would be damaged. Nor have we ever we've never left its side. I, I'm remiss to open the door, but but alas, I, I will open it. But please, you, I must implore you, treat it with treat it with much care, unless of course it decides to bite you. Then destroy it immediately but do not damage it you have my word <clears throat> okay <laughs> hands you another key and then steps back almost almost reverently steps back and right. I will now figure out remember to open the door <laughs> Come on, man. Hey, there it is. The door is opened. Door is opened. I am In going... front of you is a yeah, about a three and a half foot tall pedestal um, with a very beautifully bound leather book, old parchment um, pages, uh, illuminations and and script, just gorgeously scrawled onto the onto the pages themselves. It's it's quite a beautiful specimen. Shall we touch it? 
So your your spell that detects magic it just emanates from you for a duration, right? Um, my detect. Let me see what detect. your like your divine evil or whatever it was. Um, detect magic or no? The one where you're like looking for evil things. Let me see. Divine sense. A divine sense. Within Maybe. sixty foot until the end of your until next turn. Until the end turn. of your next turn. Okay. And you do this four times per long. So how many times have you done it so far? I've done Two? it twice. Okay. Yeah. So that and that's within sixty feet. So if I did it down in the other room, that would be five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five, thirty, thirty-five, forty, forty-five, fifty, fifty-five. This it would be within sixty feet radius. Okay. It didn't. It didn't emanate anything, as far as you know, fiendish or or otherwise. I pick it up with my trunk. Your um, trunk. It yep. has a, it has a nice heft to it. It's very solidly made. It it's it is old, but it's well cared for. So it has it doesn't have really like the signs of, you know, that it's about to fall apart very easily. But at the same time, you sense that it's very old. I gently put it back down with uh, care and respect for this old tome. So no, nothing nothing there. No, I. It seems to be a book, unless the shapeshifter is... I've never fought a shapeshifter. Fen, have you ever fought a shapeshifter? Uh, let me roll for... History. History. Twenty. Did you get a natural 20? Can you not see that? Am I... I'm not looking. Yeah, at you the, do not I'm not looking so, at your dice camera. So, which you can't help but think that um, you've heard of you've heard of creatures like this um, again in tales and lore. Uh, at first, you may have thought maybe it was a doppelganger, so you know something that took, you know, the shape of other humanoids. But because Corbaz was saying it looked like a rug, you have heard of things called mimics, who are able to um, take the shape of nearly anything. Um, that it's its own mass and essentially disguise itself until some unlucky soul walks into it. They're not necessarily um, evil so much as they are just a a predator that's trying to eat. A menace? So then, then you... My detecting evil would not... Like, these creatures aren't evil in nature. Correct. They they don't have an evil alignment. They're they're more of just a a neutral predator. So it could be this object. It could, so it could be anything. I was relying it on my divine be, sense to to point out anything. what it is, but mm-hmm. it could literally be anything of its of its mass and size. I didn't want to tell you earlier. I wanted you to learn the lesson the hard way. <laughs> This is a lesson I have learned. Have you learned it now? Well, and, you know, and, and Finn, is, as more as more as this has gone on, as more they describe it, just the pieces have kind of come together. Um, you're able to kind of place together again the tales you've been told, the lore you've heard. Um, you know, the, the history of your people is so long and storied that you you remember from from times in either you know in instruction or in schooling or even just tales told by by travelers through your through your forest that. You know, creatures that have, you know, one person was sitting there, sitting at their desk, and suddenly the chair just swallowed them whole. 
Okay. I'll never sit down Go again. Look at the, the throne. Didn't perceive anything in there. No, we did, did not. not. We did. There not. is double dob. There's one more passage here, and it's where. Where does this passage lead to the east and up? Uh, those would be the. Those would be our quarters. Most, most, most of the most of the clan is there now, resting prior before we um, before we have a large lunch. And you said that the clan has been disappearing. Could Finn? Could these mimics? Could they turn into beds or mattresses or blankets? It was of a similar mass and size. Yes. Should we investigate there or double back to the throne room? I mean, we've. Um, I don't. Let's go hit there first. Since people have been disappearing, that's probably the easiest place for them to just, just disappear into their mattress or something like that. All right. I'm just going to jump down this cliff here. I'm just going to leap over your sacred text, yep. slide on down that hill. I'm just an elephant. Don't worry about it. It's faster that way. Much quicker. So I'm going to go up to... There's a lot of people here. Uh, gnomes, do you mind stepping away from your mattresses for a moment, please? There is a, almost a, in unison, a <gasps> gasp as you walk into the center of the, of, of the living quarters of the domiciles. Uh, every single gnome that's just been sitting or hanging out or carving on a, on a stick or playing with a little mechanical item just stares in absolute amazement as you enter the as you enter the domicile there is a, a smoldering campfire in the center that looked like it you know was from the evening to keep you know the cave warm it's currently put out um and there are just a gaggle of of gnomes dumbfounded gnomes staring at you unbelievably looking up as you touch the ceiling with the top of your head I say, yes, yes, I am. I have been asked here by assignment by your king to inspect your bedding. If you will all please come over here against the, the wall. King, the king, the king? Yes. The king, you've spoken yes, to the wait, king? wait, wait. What about the king? What does the king say? What is he all right? One question at a time. Please what? come over understand. here. Who are you? What are you? Why are you? And then as they're talking to me, I asked, I was talked back to Fen and Beric to check the beds while I have them occupied. And I... Just talk to them while Finn and Beric do their thing. They're climbing over you. They're inspecting your armor. They're holding your trunk. They're looking closely at. That's the, not my trunk. They're inspecting your skin. <laughs> from, the, from this, from this height, I can't tell. So I, uh, I distract all the gnomes so that they can do their thing. Just talking to okay. them and lifting them up so in the air and if, putting them down. If Eric and Finn want to make a stealth check into their quarters. Is that what we're doing? Yeah. Let's see. Sixteen plus five. I got sixteen still. Okay. Yeah. No. You're you very easily as distracted as they are can start to uh, enter the quarters and poke with the bedding. I'll take the one on the right. You take the one on the left. Okay. Eric, where do you want to be? Because you're like in the way over here. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm coming. I'm sorry. Stop being sorry. Just I know I'm coming. 
Oh, there's a lot of people in here. Um, poking at the bedding, Fen, uh, doesn't react. It doesn't seem to rise up or, or jump at you or anything. Same with you, Beric. The bedding just seems like a bedroll, a well, a well slept in bedroll. You can continue with the same stealth roll if you want to move to the other rooms. That's what I will do. Okay. Uh, same thing as you're in those other rooms, the bedding, the the adornments, all the different things in, you know, all their personal effects. Nothing leaps out and jumps at you. Nothing attacks. Nothing is, you know, um, it seems kind of, you know, doesn't, doesn't doesn't produce any results. The the gnomes though are just bananas over um, over this giant elephant person in their midst, and I literally are on his shoulders, climbing up his arms. They're holding onto his shield. Uh, just absolutely fascinating. They're talking about Nurkly. They're talking. Is, is Korbaz come out yet? Have we found Dylan and Billen and whatever those names, guys' names were? Biffer, um, Buffer, Bofa. So I, I yeah. asked. I asked a group of gnomes. I said, "Where, where were they? Where were the gnomes last seen that disappeared? We are trying to track down what has happened, and we are coming up empty-handed. Where, where were they last seen?" Well, they do work for Dabbledob and Fibblestib. They uh, they would have either been down in the gardens uh, collecting specimens of the mushrooms, or they would have been across the way, either preparing, you know, grabbing some food or drink or 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 whatnot. But we 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 hardly venture out of the canyon, the clan. Uh, there's no need, as we have everything we would ever need here. So Dibbledob and Fibblestab, they. Hmm. Well, they work for. They're understudy. They were understudies for Fibblestib and Dabbledob. They were learning their. They were learning the ways of alchemy, the ways of invention, uh, just being blessed by Gond in general. Thank you, kind gnomes. You may go back to your your beddings. Um, thank you very much for your hospitality, and we hope oh. to help solve your problems soon. Thank you very much. And they, and they engage you in as many questions as you're willing to answer for as long as you're willing to answer them. Uh, once they realize that Barrack is also something they've never seen before, same kind of thing. Um, they're, they're excited, one, that you're about their height, and so they're not climbing all over you, but they are asking questions. From where do you hail? Who are you? Um, we've never seen the likes of you. Hmm. Uh, and they look at Finn and see that it's best not to go and try and touch him. <laughs> don't touch me anyway, so they're they're willing to talk to you as long as you're willing to talk to them but at the same time they're like well if, you know if, if if let us know what you find we're obviously curious about our kings hopefully that they you will will get Korbaz out of his madness and and rescue poor Nurkleep before I can only imagine what uh what the madness has caused the madness, yes. Seems the madness. <laughs> so I say, Finn, Barrett, can we speak over here in the corridor away from the gnomes? Uh, we sure can. Let's, uh, let's get over there. Where'd you go? I'm just, you in the, I'm just in the corner here. No, I know. I see you. Um, I... It seems like we have searched everywhere for a mimic. It seems like if we, if there was a mimic here, we would have flushed it out. They did mention 
the Mushroom Islands, but I suppose we could venture towards the Mushroom Islands and see if there's anything there. What? I I don't know. I We could break down the door of the kings and we can demand to see... <laughs> break it down? Are you kidding me? That's Ankar Mahogany. But right now it seems like we have searched and we have come up very empty-handed. And the gnomes... What if... What if I'm the mimic? <laughs> what if it's me? I have wings. <laughs> I don't know it's me. I've been I've been putting this off long enough. Guys, I have wings well, and I'm not tested. okay with it. Let me get my knife and stab you and see what happens. I'm not okay with this. Um, <laughs> I've been freaking out inside a little bit. So if we head over here to this uh, cliff, this cliff door. Hey, come with me, guys. Let's uh let's head over here. Which cliff door? This this one that kind of reaches out outside the barracks. I wonder if I could fly over to the Mushroom Kingdom. Maybe we could just fly. slide down 30, the cliff. Yeah. About 30, 35 feet of flight movement. Yeah. Um, I think I think we need to. I think we need to persuade. Um what's his name, a little bit harder to come out because we're not seeing any signs anywhere that that there's anything living here. I'm kind of... Beric, you, you can fly, Beric. Why don't you go check out the islands and see if, and tell us if you find anything within the mushrooms. What if I find death? You, All right, you know, can fly. Alright, I yeah. guess I'll, I'm going to check on over there. I'm gonna fly to the red and green first, and I'm. What's going on over there? I'm gonna roll some investigation. <clears throat> Fifteen plus six. Hey, right, twenty-one. Um, the mushrooms are are pretty fascinating. They are of all kinds of shapes and sizes. Uh, the color is consistent, but again, the shape and size is extremely different and varied amongst the entire crop. Um, you can see places where uh, the gnomes have used shovels and picks and different kinds of gardening type tools to cultivate the ground to keep it, you know, to keep it um, uh, fertile and to keep it um, a uh, good growing medium. The they put looks like they put back their the leftovers from their food. There's a natural composting area. Um, you know, it's got a very like pungent smell to it. But um, as far as you can tell, nothing around you seems to be reaching towards you or at least attempting to um, to entrap you. So I'm gonna fly back. Check the other island. I'm, I don't think there's anything there. Check I'm gonna the land other and, island. And I'm going to come back up to these guys and say, guys, I don't think there's anything there. I think it's just their food. Plus, how do the gnomes get to the island? I'm a little curious. I imagine they um, can swim. Well, yeah, but that seems a lot with garden tools. Maybe, I think, I think that our problem lies within the royal chambers i think we need to get some proof of life for corbic we give it another shot or two and then if we get nothing we stop wasting our time with these gnomes i'm i am very charismatic so if you if you let me you have talk to them 
please, please start your conversation <laughs> with, the with that line and say, I was looking I'm at my there. step. <laughs> I was looking at my stat block. I'd have to say. I knock on the door to the kings. Yes. Say, king, my name is, I'm known as S.H.I.E.L.D. I am a Luxodon. I am a paladin of Torm. I, I, it is a long story. If you have time, I don't imagine you are going anywhere as you locked in your room. Um, I need to speak with you and your brother, both of you. He is not my brother. We are married. Thank you. Awkward. Um, it is very hard to tell the, uh, the, you know, but by your names. Anyway, we need to speak with both of you and it needs to be face to face. Please open the door so well, we may speak with you. I have I have no... Okay, so you're trying to persuade him. So go ahead and roll a persuasion. Okay. Let's see. My persuasion is plus five. Seven plus five. That's pretty awesome. He is just barely enough convinced that you hear a, a key enter the, you know, into the lock... It turns and very tentatively, he opens he he opens the door. Um, it kind of creaks itself open. Hold on, give me my zoom here, people. <clears throat> and then the door opens. This is not the thing I wanted. Go away. These are not the droids you're looking for. There's a rug in there. The mimic. Well, you are not at all what I expected. No, I can't touch him too. Can't imagine. I um. He backs I... away. Um. So, you have you have dispatched of the creature, or you feel as if, and he backs even as you get, as you enter the room deeper, he backs even further into the back of the room, hmm. sitting in the corner. Um, mouth covered, arms at his side, kind of stuck in like a gluey type substance is another gnome whose eyes are wide and terrified and who can make no noise because, um, again, his mouth has been, it's again, it's almost like a, like a, a sticky substance. Yeah. No, kind of like a cocoon. More, they, they look almost like, um, uh, like really thick spider webs, but more like a yellowish brown color. Yeah, he's evil. Shoot him. Which one? The red dude. Um, what? Yeah. I am magic a magic thing. I, Find I out if he's evil. Um, well, it could. Okay. You sense no evil from the from your from the previous casting of your spell. You, so we. I, I do not wish you to come any closer. I'm willing to speak to you, but do not come any closer to my beloved Nurkly. I will not allow any harm to come to him. It, you see, he is safe. It, it looks like Nurkly is terrified. Does he need healing? I, I can, Nurkly I can heal is him. Safe? Worry not for Nurkly. He is safe. Safe from what? Safe from the creature, from the beast, the shapeshifter. I believe I've told you this. Okay, we we have not found the shapeshifter. Is it possible that the shapeshifter is in this room? I, I, I would assume that we would both have expired at this point if it was in my room. So why why is he why is this safe? Why 
why capture him nope. like this? I don't understand. Nothing can enter. Nothing can. Nothing gets in or out of my room without me, without me knowing it. What happens to you if if you expire? Then what happens to him? Can he escape from this? If you die in here, I will. I I will not die in here. How do? You, how do you know that? How the do you know that? And nothing is. I I know I'm safe in here because nothing in here is moving but me and him. I would like to make a perception check to see if that is true. I would like to perceive in this room. Okay. I don't even think I have good perception. What's my perception? Zero. That is a 19. Nice. Nothing else in the room has made any kind of movement or appears to be unnatural or, you know, or anything kind of strange. Um, it all appears to be his room. Can we speak with Nurkley? Nurkle, please. <laughs> Nurkley is safe. Can we speak with the safe Nurkley? Roll another persuasion. That is two. Oh my gosh. Two plus five. Listen. I've allowed you in here because I hoped that you would have some sort of plan for flushing the beast out. As you can see, no harm has come to Nurkley. I will keep him safe. If you have no plan, or if you are just here to rile me up, I would ask you to please kindly leave. I, I have a plan. Steve, Shield, will you go grab him? We're gonna free this guy, so we're gonna talk to him. I'm I'm tired of I'm tired of talking. All right, everybody um, shut Devin, up and roll. Devin, can you get in here? Can you get in here and aim your bow at this guy's face, please? Shut up and roll initiative. Eleven. Uh, fifteen. Seven. Who got the seven? I just seven. Ben. Ben. Shield fourteen. Uh, seventeen. Seventeen. Alex. Eric. Eleven. <clears throat> okay, shield. I am going to move up. So, so what? What did you tell me to do, um, Barrick? You told me to grab the. Do him. Grab him. Hold him steady while we can free his buddy here. Okay, I am going to grapple her, and I am just going to hold her tight. Okay, roll that grapple attempt. This is a terrible idea, but we're going to go with it. So that is 15. Is that plus my strength modifier? So 15 plus 3? 18? Okay. You scooped that little dude up very easily. No problem whatsoever. He is grappled and held fast. All right. And I uh, I just hold him. Is that okay? I've got him. I'm going to move in. Oh, is it my turn? Uh, you, you, yeah, you can. It is turn. your turn. I'm going to move mm-hmm. in, and I'm going to attempt to cut um, Nico Brick free from the his binds. Mostly, once mostly you, his. One, I'm going to go with his mouth. Once you touch the filament, uh, the second you touch it, or or your dagger, or whatever, it sticks. So wherever your hand grabbed, it is now stuck. You cannot remove it, and your dagger is now dangling there, stuck to the filament as well. 
I'm going to cast Thunderclap to see if it will. <laughs> um, ooh. No, that won't work. Um, doo, 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 doo. I got nothing. Anybody else? Okay. Uh, that's all you got. Finn, uh, you notice that Barrick grabs the stuff. He is now stuck. He kind of gives that uh-oh look on his face, and he he can't move. The uh, shield has picked up the little gnome, and he's wriggling, trying to get away, and is extremely perturbed that he is being held fast. All right. I walk over to the gnome in shield's hands and put a blade to his throat. Say, either let him free or die. You decide. Roll intimidation. One. Oh my <laughs> gosh. I cannot be a party to out, this now. He pulls out his <laughs> knife and he drops it. Son of a... Oh, man. He, he grins this wild, maniacal, just bat turd crazy look on his face. <clears throat> and he decides to... What he's going to do is... What he's going to do is... Because the madness is overtaken. Da, 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 da. Hold on. He waves his little finger. And he's going to cast Ray of Frost with advantage at Fen's face. Oh, no. How can he cast anything while he's being held? He's grappled. He um, grappled means his... he has no movement. Yeah. But that doesn't mean he can't, like, let off a spell. Um, he's, all he's got to do is point his little finger at you like this. And um, you're going to... So I'm assuming a 19 hits. Yep. Uh, a frigid beam of blue-white streaks towards you. Dun, 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 dun. Let's do this because we got it. Whoosh! Whoa. <laughs> you are going to now take... One whole point of freezing damage. <laughs> that's it? Yep. There's a lot of build-up for that. I was nervous for you. That's all he rolled. Yep, that's all he rolled. But he did get a frost thing off, um, and he is... He is in, in, inconsolable and incapable of being negotiated with at this point. Okay. That is good to know. Deal. My turn. I am going to... Um, Crush his head. Crush his head. <laughs> I am going to... Since I have them grappled, I, I would have uh-huh. grabbed them with my trunk and grappled them. So I'm going to take my shield in my right hand in a punch to the gut... I am going to okay. slam my shield into Ooh. this tiny gnome. I guess it would be into the gnome's whole body because it's really yeah. small. So I'm just going <laughs> to boom. You're going to like use them as another side of a symbol, basically? Exactly. I'm gonna okay, so this, there's, there's no need to like roll the hit. So you just need to roll damage. 
I, I don't want to kill this um, gnome. Understood. But I'm going to use Divine Smite. Um, that is one of my abilities I have as a paladin. So when you okay. hit with a melee weapon attack, you can expend one spell slot to deal 2d8 extra radiant damage to the target. So okay. that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to expend that spell slot. Um, see, I don't know how to do that. I'll just go to spells and spend that slot. So because I hit, so I get to roll... 1d8, so 3d8 damage. Okay. Let's see here. So 3d8 damage. That is 9, 10, 11, 12 points of damage. You bong his skull so hard against his, that shield that it just, he blacks out instantaneously and crumples into a heap at your feet. Nurkly, um, Let's out like a like a pained moan, and even more tears uh, start to pour over his face as he watches um, his husband just collapse to the ground. Um, I say he's not dead. I've just stopped him from. <laughs> I've stopped him from from whatever this is. He's not brain dead. He's all. He's not dead. He he'll have a um, headache. Yeah, Nurk Nurk is. Nurkley, you can tell, obviously, has, is very conflicted about everything that's going on. Is just, is just like trying to like get you to do, you know, to check on. Like, you can't tell what he's doing, but he's just agitated, perturbed, sad, all the, all of the above. Uh, we're trying, buddy. <laughs> you guys just uh, do you have burn anything them both and leave. <laughs> burn them both and leave. Something happened. <laughs> I don't know. Must have been the mimic. But any, okay. Exactly. So he's, he's incapacitated. Yeah. Korbaz is in completely incapacitated. Um, uh, more more about these. Oh, go ahead, Steve. No, I was going to say, let's. I guess we try to. Well, you grab the stuff and it just stuck to you. Um, right. Uh, Barrick is held fast to the stuff. More so about these. this stuff. Like, does anything affect it? Nothing in your current repertoire. Uh, can we burn it? Does it look like it can be burned? Uh, you can light a torch and hold it against it. Fen, you have a torch, correct? Yeah, can I use it on your brain friend? <laughs> your brain <Okay>. friend. Nur- <laughs> hey. So when, when you guys light the torch, Nurkly is like... <laughs> like motioning Wait. as best he can towards... The body or the unconscious form of his husband on the ground. Oh, I I search I search Corbaz. I think Barry just had an aneurysm. I think he did too. The body. I search the body of Corbaz. You find on his person a couple of daggers, a few little copper coins, but also a vial containing a very silvery looking opaque liquid. Um, in his fortunately in the pocket on the other side of where you smashed him into the shield, it's not damaged, or <laughs> nor has it spilled out onto the ground. It is just in his pocket. I hand I hand it to Finn. Like, hand it to me. I'm the one. No, I, I, you're you're stuck. And Finn has rolled like twenties and is super knowledgeable this game. So I hand it to Finn. 
I say, Finn, look, what is this? Nurkley's like, no! I say, shut the hell up, I'm busy. Remember Put it on the, the wait, wait. Put it on the, put it on the what? I got 19 for my history. Um, it's like, I'm going to go ahead and tell you this. Is you can basically say, tell from your days as a soldier, this is unsticky liquid. Yes, it's a good thing. It's goof off. It's goof off. So look, we're just gonna pour it on this guy, and I'm gonna slap him for my trouble. Bonds, <laughs> just filaments begin to instantaneously dissolve. Barrick's hands come free. The dagger falls to the floor. Nurkley takes a big <gasps> gasping breath. <sighs> Oh, you idiots. <laughs> Why was that so hard to figure out? I attacked <laughs> Nursery or whatever his name was my longest. Okay. Listen. Listen. As insane as he was, and I do not fault you for knocking him out, it was necessary. But my husband has fallen prey to some madness. There is indeed a creature in our, our beloved complex. My clan is in danger. He was only doing what he thought best. We must eradicate this creature before my husband comes to. If you could please lay him on the bed, check on him. We can find this creature, eradicate it once and for all, and save my clan. Yes, let's do that. Can you tell us where the hell the stupid thing is? F this guy. He's good on his own. I I pick up I pick up Corbaz and I am actually going to heal two points of damage to Corbaz. Not enough to wake him up, but I just want him to not keep him stable. Yeah. So I just want not to not be in the throes of death. Not yeah. need to be making death saves while you guys are finding the monster. Correct. Okay. Alright, so I heal him for two. Um, Nurkley, Nurkley takes the time to kind of check him over, you know, make sure he's comfortable, cover him up, put him in the covers, and says, let's, let's leave. We can lock him in here. We can find the thing. And that is where we will leave you tonight to be continued in the search for the mimic of Nomergard. Oh, <laughs> that stupid mimic. We probably walked <laughs> past it. Oh, that was awesome. Well, <laughs> my favorite part <laughs> was that the NPC was mad at you. Oh, man. That's a big map. Anyways. I'm glad we didn't come here first. It's a huge map. Because if this it's is like the map. first place that we came. We all would have died a long time ago. There's a lot going on. There's a lot happening here. It's true. Did we... <clears throat> I mean, there's like one place that we have not searched on this map. I guess there's two places. We never went over, over there to the right where all those barrels are, did we? Devin, did you head over that way? No. We never went in. No. Never went in. Never went in. 
Well, that was well, a lot then, of fun. And we don't know. We don't know if we walked past him in the first area too. The mimic was one of the bakers or something. Yeah. Could have been a chair. Could have been anything. Yep. According to my dynamic lighting from Roll Twenty, <clears throat> you have not quite uncovered every possible visible area. Hmm. Yeah. There are a couple places over on the right that we could still go. So. Yeah. Well, that was a lot of fun. There's some there's some yeah. magical items in here that we're going to have to go back and see if we can get without just outright stealing them. Well, and you have, you know, and again, part of the quest is to ask them for some aid by way of magical item or something you might think might help. So that is the whole of the, the whole of the quest in general. Well, very cool. All right. Until next time. Thanks, wow. everyone, for hanging out with us. And we'll catch you all later. Peace. Hold on. There's a button I got to push. <laughs>